welcome back to another deadly episode of the Striped Sweater Podcast, where the best time to listen is all the time. I'm one half of your co-hosts. Sex? No thanks. I'm dead. I'm Zach Main, and I'm here with... You should have just said, no thanks, I'm Zach Main. That would have been funnier. Um, but anyway, I'm uh, fat Alex Beardsley. And we're here with <laughs> Family Guy, Season 2, Episode 6, Death is a Bitch. And why are we doing this episode, Alex? Because you decided that Norm MacDonald was more important than the whitest kids you know. No. Correct. That's it what It is happened. more recent. And, you know, there is... He's literally Norm's only in two cartoons that... I've ever ever seen ever yeah well he was in that kung fu panda ripoff yeah (laughs) right he was in this and then he was in the fairly odd parents episode yes where he's a genie but he was only once the genie and then they replaced him with a guy who sounds like him i believe i don't know yeah i don't even really remember that character he was good especially because his name was norm and he was voiced by he norm. looks like norm too right yeah pretty crazy right and uh norm mcdonald died by yeah, the way he's that's dead what happened he had a private battle with cancer death is a bitch you know he didn't lose his battle to cancer according to him uh you know, when the person dies, the cancer also dies as well. So it's more like a draw. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the cancer didn't win. It also died. That's a funny way of saying it. Um, yeah, I've been watching a lot of this stuff recently. It talks about death a lot. I watched a little bit of it um, recently, but I wasn't like a big, super big fan I never did the YouTube thing. It turns out, at least between you and a couple other people I've talked to, that's a pretty normal thing of people being like, every so often I just go down this YouTube rabbit hole of Norm MacDonald clips. It's called I'm Not Norm. That's the person who puts them on. Yeah. I watched compilations and all sorts of shit. I watched some of them. Uh, He's definitely a unique comedian, you know, um, and the thing about him that I think, I mean, I always liked him on Saturday Night Live. I always thought he was funny on there. Um, the way, so I guess someone said this on Reddit, according to one of my coworkers, but it was like he said things funny. He didn't say funny things. He said things yeah. in a funny way. Yes. And it's not that he didn't say funny things, because obviously he did, but... But his, he his said, like mannerisms and like delivery and literally the way he says certain words make that make it funnier somehow. And also some of his jokes are like, you know, this like long like joke that like doesn't have a great payoff. And it's like that's part of the joke is yeah. that you were like on this weird journey like <laughs> yeah and then that's it right like, oh, yeah you're like oh what was that it's like it's just like super weird but definitely you know cool he was definitely a cool guy and it seems like all things considered he wasn't like a huge piece of shit yeah right i mean, I mean he seemed like a really good dude like there was even a talk show 
like radio controversy where they were like making a big deal about him saying black people make less money than white people. And this lady was like trying to like be offended on the air. And he's like, I'm not saying this in like an offensive way. I'm pointing it out as a fact so that we can like talk about it and like overcome. And then like people were calling in and defending him. It's like, no, you know, in HR, it's like, and this was like long time ago. They're like, Mm -hmm. it's white man, black man, white woman, black woman is like the hierarchy of that kind of thing. And they were saying like, we'll see an African-American president before we will a woman president at all. And obviously that came true. Right. This was all like happening at that time. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm glad, you know, he uh, stood by that and, you know, it seemed like generally a good dude. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, never drove either. He never drove. Mm -mm. Really? Didn't have a license. (laughs) That's funny. Wow. Yeah. There, there are places in the world where that's not a big deal. It's almost weird to drive in certain areas, you know. Um, but, yeah, uh, so we chose this Family Guy episode because it was either this or the Fairly Odd Parents. And I don't know, I didn't really, I'd rather watch a different Fairly Odd Parents episode for this show, personally. It, yeah. Not, it just didn't call out to me as, like, an important memory or anything, so... I mean, neither did this, but at least it's it's early Family Guy, which is better than later Family Guy, for sure. I would say almost objectively so. Most people would agree with that. I don't know. Yeah, people who like like actual good things. It matured. I think there. I would disagree with that. I think there was a peak. Of when it was like good, like really, really good, but I I don't think it's been there for a long time. But it's not, it's not what it became, which was you know, just the same thing every episode, just the same formula for everything all the time. It's not that yet, is what I'm saying. Yeah, which is, you know, a thing, sure. and um. But it, you know, these are the episodes that made the show what it was because it failed the first time, right? And then mm-hmm. came and then was just being syndicated on Adult Swim, and then people were like, "Oh, this is funny," and it was like the top show on Adult Swim, which was what made it come back. Um, yeah, and if you've never seen Family Guy, I mean, I feel like pretty much everyone has at some point. But the main uh, comedy medium, I guess, is uh, cutaway gags. So there's going to be a lot of that. Well, there's not that many in this as compared to later on. Right. Um, there's still a pretty good amount. I think it was that. I, that's the thing. I think they're done. Uh, they're done well in this episode, and they're not super long and convoluted and just like off the wall, crazy, cuckoo. like they would become like i don't know i noticed it in this episode i was thinking these cutaways are good because they're just short they're very quick little jokes the whole episode isn't like revolving around it right Um, well we can talk about it when we get there before we jump in is there anything else that's been going on we had a little week off 
Nothing much. Um, my dad had surgery last week, so he's but he's all good. He's healing up and he's doing fine. Uh, but that was part of the reason why we didn't record last week. I haven't been doing too much outside of just this and that, basically. Um, working and playing video games more lately. I've been still reading One Piece, not that much. I've been watching Haikyuu again more, and I finished the first season of that, which I just kind of watched a few episodes here and there for, like, I don't know, every, every so often for a long time. Because I started Haikyuu probably like a year ago, but I only just recently got to like episode 30 or something. But that's a really good show. You should watch that. You would like it a lot because you like sports too. It has a lot of that, you know, strategy and, you know, the things that people like about sports built into an anime. Um, Yeah. And it's actually just like really good, like stuff it's just really good um and i've heard the dub isn't so bad but i've been watching the sub um and like yeah it's kind of you know it's cool because it's like it's more for it's it's less made for kids like some anime are like technically made for kids you know um or like the whole family this is clearly geared more towards like a more like adult audience or like like, attack on titan or more like maybe not like that not to that extent it's more like i guess starting with teenagers like the 18 through 40 demographic demographic or maybe even like a little bit younger than that because there are kids in high school but they you know they swear and stuff like that and like it's not all just like happy fun whatever yeah um but it's a really good show, and I've been playing. I did. I did uh, start playing Splitgate, and I. It was funny because I haven't played a shooter like that. I mean, I started playing it a couple weeks ago. I just forgot to mention it. Um, but I haven't played it in a while now. But it's funny because like the first few games I had, I was like untouchable. Like literally, like. 15 like i think my you, first yeah game, your first few games they put you with bots and they don't tell you oh really yeah i oh. found out as well interesting because i was like why am but these people are stupid they're well, not even looking in the portals yeah, it, I, it wasn't even so much that it was like i mean even the people on my team like i was literally getting half the kills on my team and yeah. i was like what the fuck is going on why am i so good at this like yeah i felt the same so that way. explains that how they get you to get sucked in because i haven't played it uh or i haven't played a game like that in a long time so i was like i shouldn't be this good like this is weird and even then i mean i obviously have it tapered off especially as you rank up you know you play with more people who are good but um it's a it's a fun game um i i I like it Um, yeah we could play sometime and I've been playing Rocket League again, just cause. Oh, I played uh, Katamari Damacy for the first time ever, like a couple weeks ago or a week ago. I played that basically all in one night, but it was very fun. Cool. Uh, good soundtrack on that game too. It's like known for its soundtrack, I think, kinda. 
Yeah, I played a bit of Undertale recently, which is oh. also known for its soundtrack yes. and interesting story. Indeed. Uh, Undertale, I don't know. I just was like too late to that. And when I tried to get into it, it just wasn't. I, I It was like overhyped by that point. Too hip for you. No, just overhyped where everyone's like, this is the best game ever. And I'm like, okay, I'll play it. And I was like, it's fine. But also, I think Earthbound is tremendously overrated. Yeah, it's it's not as much like Earthbound as uh, I thought people were saying, honestly. I mean, it's clearly inspired by it. I mean, and a lot of the game is mo- like the play, the gameplay and stuff is really not that much like it, honestly. As much as I thought it would be. I mean, it's it's like, I mean, it's it's. A fact that it's inspired by Earthbound, though. Sure, right. But I'm just saying I thought it was going to be more like it, but it's a lot more of its own thing, which is good to see. But like I said, too, Earthbound is not as good of a game as most people say it is, in my opinion. There are much better games that are kind of like it. It was just weird. Like Paper Mario? And also the whole thing... Sure, Paper Mario. I mean, Pokemon. Mario RPG. It's all basically the same shit. Yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, I think, uh, I don't know. Cause yeah, Sarah likes Undertale too. I just, I just don't really get it. Like I, I played through it once and I know you're supposed to play through it multiple times and stuff, but it was just like, eh, this is fine. Like I it wasn't played through it at all. It wasn't blowing my mind at all. Yeah. But I mean, I, I get why. It had the impact that it did when it did, but it, that was also like that game came out Over at least years five ago, years ago. It seems like wasn't ten years ago. It was like maybe five, six, I would say, but definitely not ten. Um. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah, um, I've been playing pretty well in Rocket League too, which makes it more fun. I've just found the whole thing it, with me is is that I can't like get upset at a game even if it is bullshit. Because then that just makes it not fun. And it makes you suck the whole time. Or it makes me suck the whole time, I should say. And be bad. Yeah. And not have fun. And yeah. that defeats the whole purpose. Yeah, get good. Well, it's not even that. It's like sometimes you just fuck up. You can't let it like make you mad, basically. Yeah. It's like that for games in general, I'd say. Um to lightning round mine too. I watched Pokemon three again recently when I was doing shit. The movie? Yeah, with Entei. Okay, I've never seen that one. Oh, it was pretty good in the unknown. I've only um, ever seen the first one and one of the more recent ones. The Lugia one you didn't see? No. Oh fuck, that one's good. Um, so I watched that. Football's back. The Lions suck, which is cool, I guess. Cristiano yeah. Ronaldo's doing good, which is. Great to see. Oh, that's great. Even though we lost to young boys. Um, yeah, sure. The young boy team. Yeah. The team of young lions. And then I went to a concert a couple of days ago at DTE in, uh, you know, out that way outside. 311? On the lawn. No. Rob Zombie? No, that was the day before. I don't know what it was then. I only knew those two. It was Hate Breed. Oh. Trivium. Oh. Lamb of God. Whoa. And Megadeth. What did they call it? Like metal 
It, it was Riff something. Fest. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That With sounds the ra- right. The radio station that's local. That sounds like a thing. Yeah. So it was interesting, you know, being in a on a lawn of, you know, not medically proven vaccinated or COVID healthy people. Um, but, I mean, I feel fine so far. It's <laughs> good to be part of mosh pits again. Wow. Picking people up, falling down the hill. They mosh on great. the grass? Oh, yeah. Interesting. Big time. Um, I feel like that would be hard because it's on, on a hill. It is. It's extremely hard, but it's fun. <laughs> I only fell twice. Oh, okay. I got, like, scissor-legged. It was weird. Scissor-legged? Yeah. Scissor-leg takedown. But we probably spent too much time talking <laughs> Scissor about it. takedown. I was. It was it Like was Rob Van thing. Dam? Mm-hmm. Like that thing? Yeah. And then some other guy rolling thundered me. Really? He just roll, roll, jump. Ro- no, just <laughs> He was like. Down the hill. He was like, uh, <laughs> open up this fucking pit to yeah. do the rolling thunder down the hill. <laughs> exactly. People would have popped huge. You would have I would been have. sad. Though. No, I would have sold it. It would have been fine. It, yeah, you you would have been fine. Yeah. A lot of people probably would have been like, dude, all right, that wasn't cool. I did see Devin there, too. Devin was there? Yeah. Devin seen him for a while. Crawford? Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. It was cool to see him again. That sounds right. It sounds like he would be there. Yeah. Well... All right, that does it. I know you're itching to get to family, Goy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's get this over with. It seems today. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky there's. <laughs> what, what could you say? Where are those good old-fashioned values on which we used to rely? Lucky there's a family guy, Death is a bitch. Indeed. This episode um, aired originally on March 21st of 2000. So it's the new millennium. Executive producers were Seth McFarland and Nick McFarlane and David Zuckerman. Supervising producers were Craig Hoffman and Danny Smith. Yeah. Wow. Co-producers were Mike Barker and Matt Weitzman. Consulting producer was Gary Janetti. (laughs) (laughs) And line producer was Ken Dennis. That's a weird name. <laughs> he has two first names. Ken Dennis. And neither of them are very uh very extravagant. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um those are a lot of uh intro names, but they all 
come in after the theme song and while the episode's playing out. Right, but that's why we say them. Because it's an old circus Because it's an term. old circus term. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, start with the uh, the intro. The intro was classic. I mean, they used to use uh, this for many years until they went HD and finally redid it. Yeah. Even when, like, the show looked slightly better than this, even though this show, I think, looks worse than the intro. Um, yeah. You know, very The show famous. looks like shit. Oh, yeah, those are whatever. The credits in there. We don't have to talk about those. Yeah. Just more Seth MacFarlane kissing his own ass. Yeah, se- Sex MacFarlane. Right. Because, uh, yeah, he's a lot of the characters in this. He's literally three of the main, uh, what, six? Yeah. He voices three of the six characters. And the other one is voiced by another man named Seth. Can you believe that? Stewie? No. Chris? Chris, Seth Green. He is Stewie. Seth MacFarlane is Stewie. Right, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Seth um, Green, right. I remember that now. That he yeah, he's Chris. Chris. I forgot that. I used to know that. Um, so, yeah, the, it, They're Lois watching and Peter yeah. are in bed watching t- TV. As they do, and they're watching 60 Minutes After Dark. And I don't know any of these names, so I would like to see if we could look them up if we get it. Morley Safer? Are these 60 Minutes people? They must be. Uh, He's a person. Yep. He's a broadcaster from Canada. Mike Wallace. I mean, there's a lot of people named Mike Wallace. Uh, But there's a journalist. Yeah, that's. I'd say that's him. It says he's a game show host, too. Yeah. Ed Bradley. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Not Day Bradley. Oh, what? It's not Day? I thought it was Day. E- not E.E. E- Bradley. What? D. Bradley Baker. What the fuck is wrong with <laughs> Okay, Ed Bradley. There he is. Uh, American journalist, best known for CBS. So there's Oh, so they're all 60 Minutes guys, right? And I guess. And Leslie, Leslie Saul. So the joke is it's after dark and they all had sex with each other. Yeah. Um, she was also a producer. Right. And she's just like, I'm Leslie Stahl. And one of you is hung like an elf. And they all look at the first guy. <laughs> and it's funny. It just made funnier, too, because it's a gigantic bed. They're all just sitting in it because it like panned over like the news would. Right. And they've all got like man tits. The, yeah, their shirts are off. Except her, hers is. Her, she's girl got tits. girl tits. <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah. So I don't really know what the joke is there, but it is just funny to hear a lady be like, "You're hung like an elf." Yeah, that is they a, all they all know who it is. That's a funny saying. I yeah. like how she doesn't know who it is too. That means they were running a train on her. I think she was saying it, but like not telling the person who it was oh you know? i see it was just, just announcing like, it you it was know just like guess who's hung like an elf yeah it's one of these three yeah um that she had sex with so then lois wants to fuck peter now yeah they get in the mood and he does yeah. say something funny <laughs> yeah lois what are you doing neither of us is drunk it <laughs> <laughs> is good i like that <laughs> like <laughs> we don't do this unless one of us is drunk. Yeah, right. If not, yeah, like this is wrong. Not even both of us, just one sure? of us, right? Yeah. yeah. 
And he's like, hey, knock it off, you know? And then, oh my God, Lois found a breast lump. A lump. A, a breast, breast lump. lump. Yeah. What's wrong with you? And you're like uh, thinking, it's oh shit, she has titties. one. Yeah, but she pulls the cover down and she's holding his She's boob. touching Peter's titties. Titty. Yeah. Uh, and so he's scared and she said, it's probably nothing. And he says, that's easy for you to say. You can keep both your cans as in boobs. You like that? You think that's funny? I mean, it's funny to hear that he cares about keeping both of his man boobs. Yeah. Yeah. It is kind of funny. I always thought the, the, the word cans to describe boobs is very strange and funny to me. Yeah. I feel like it's like, it also mean ass in a way. Yeah, you can say, like, her can. Like, yeah, or cans, like her cheeks. I don't know. No, I don't think Maybe that's not. not. But you would say her can. Her trash can. That I, dump truck ass. That That is a more recent thing in, in our uh, yeah. language, the dump truck. The idea that... Well, Cisco really was the one who put them together. What, the dump truck? She had dumps like a truck. Yeah, I don't know. That was like 2000, you know? I wouldn't know. The thong song? <laughs> I just go. Like, like <laughs> offended that I don't know all the fucking words to the thong song. Jesus. It's in the chorus. <laughs> she had dumps like a truck. Truck, truck, truck. That's Baby not even a, a song that you sing along to. Like, yes, it is. <laughs> no, it's not. So what do you do? Grind to it? And, and your <laughs> you don't. Vegan clubs? You don't listen to it. That's the thing. In your hipster clubs, you guys grind a thong song because you're too cool to sing it. That's a karaoke jam right there. You no, sing along. No, it's not. It is not a song. Yes, it is. That is not a song. You just got to be sexy. Anyone enough. does fucking karaoke too. That is not a karaoke song. Did you see that there somebody like made a rap song that's like parodying I'm too sexy? No. I heard it on the radio and it was like it was basically a guy saying like the same things like I'm too sexy for this, I'm too sexy and I'm just like that just sounds like cheesy weird now, you know? It's like even that other song by Right Said Fred is kind of like cheesy. I think it was always like loved because it was cheesy and right but it's it's weird that it's like in it what feels like non-joking rap music right well that's the thing and unfortunately i mean i don't even think it's the artist's fault anymore it's probably all just the producers they're like oh we'll use this old like every fucking old song has been in a rap song at some mm -hmm. point and even he, the numa numa right numa Love numa fucking yeah. like literally anything you can think of is like shown up in a rap song like and it's and they a lot of times they literally just sing the same thing yeah and it's like uh that's a chorus or what are we doing here mm -hmm. <laughs> like, sometimes even eminem he would just play the song and like a different pitch or something you know like sing know. his song sing for the moment is just aerosmith's dream on oh i didn't even know that really or I've like i never heard that i mean stan the song Stan. Well, that is right. just Dido's. It's song. literally just the song with yeah. rap over it. Yeah. Right. Right. Like the choruses. Yeah. And he has one that samples Crazy in Love called Crazy on You. Anyways, uh, sure. So, Peter, I, I do like this because this is like how I act, but not how I think I should think. He's like, don't don't worry. We don't need to see a doctor. The healthiest thing I can do is just act like it doesn't exist, you know? 
and not get it checked out. Just like the squid. Yeah. And then it looks over and there's a squid in their uh, kitchen. Sitting and, at the table. Yeah, and they just ignore him and he sm- smacks the the tablecloth and everything on it away. And they're, and they're just, just like, like, oh, earthquake, truck going by. Yeah, they just make excuses. Yeah. Don't, don't let it know that you know it's there. You know, it is weird having to explain Family Guy jokes. I was thinking that when we were doing it. I was like, I'm going to have to explain like what they're trying to do. Because sometimes I think they're really dumb for no reason. So let's not worry about explaining them that much. Sure. So he's like, all right, I'll be fine. Right, but then there's a black cat. Bad luck. There's like a vulture. There's a black man. A black well. man. A black cat. Black vulture. Black man. Right. And the black like, man is the third yeah, in like, the rule of threes. Right. And it's like, oh, a black thing. Oh, black cat, of course, is like whatever. It's bad luck. And then black vulture. It's like whatever. And then it's like, oh, a black man. And he's like, oh, no. Right. Now he's really scared. And that's when he goes to get it checked out. Because white people are scared of black people. That's the joke. Yes. Oh, there's more. So there's even more credits that are showing up now. Well, fuck these guys. Fuck you, Peter Shin. Suck my ass, Peter. We ended up on Ken Dennis. All right. Yeah. Um, so the doctor tells him he has a month to live. And he's like, really? And he's like, yeah, but w- what do I know? You know, I've been sued by every patient I've ever had. Look at this file. It's a huge file of complaints, I assume, or lawsuits. Yeah. Um, but he's like, yeah, let's just wait for the test results to come back. Sherry Gunther. Gunther produced by. Yeah, she produced this episode. Yeah. Back to the house. It moves pretty fast, you know. Written by Ricky Blit. I feel like that's a credit you have to say. Right. Um, <laughs> so we see the family eating dinner. Uh, yeah. And this is like, it's funny to watch these old ones because the number one trait of Stewie was that he wanted to kill Lois. And it right. comes up, it's shoved down your throat in this. Everything Stewie does. That's like his whole thing. Right. That's all he's ever trying to do. Right. And then later it became like, oh, well, maybe he's kind of like gay, too, <laughs> you know, right. or like he's into some weird shit. And then it, he like grew. But right. This he is evolved. Like all he is right here. But yeah, to start out, he's just the joke is it's a baby who wants to kill its mom, you know. Right. Like right away. She's like, I'll, you know, I'll put you down for a nap. And he's like, I'll put you down for a nap, mother, and shoots these blow darts at her and right she's actually like a good mom you know like doing everything she should be doing for him and he's like curse you you know like just cause the whole joke right is that he's just an evil baby yeah um who hates his mom so yeah uh chris says something about peter having a lump on his boobie yeah right you seem to enjoy this joke or whatever this is well, it's a reoccurring family guy thing. She just goes, Chris, that's a terrible word, booby. Just the way that she like says it again afterward, <laughs> you know, to make sure you know which word she was talking <laughs> right. about. Yeah. Booby. It's kind of funny. And then Meg being voiced by Gretchen Wieners. Gretchen Wieners. Yeah. Same same person. Yeah. She's like Debbie Miller's dad had a lump on his breast. And yeah, uh, for those of the, fine. The, for those of you who don't know, Gretchen Wieners is a character from the movie Mean Girls, 
And she's also the voice of Eliza Thornberry. Uh, the actress's name is... Escaping him. Lacey Chabert. Lacey Chabert. Chabert. Sure. Um, there is an R in there. Right. It's silent. I don't think so. I think you would say Chabert. Chabert? That's <laughs> like how like you that. would say it with an accent. Yeah. Right. Chabert. Shebel. So Chabert? Uh, Meg says that Debbie Miller, her dad's okay. And she's like, oh, who's Debbie Miller? She's like, a girl I made up. Like, okay, Meg. Meg doesn't really have a lot of traits in this yet. She's not like the butt of the jokes like she becomes later. She's not the butt of the jokes, and I think she's like a smartass. I think that's what they're trying to yeah, do. She does like, that a lot. Yeah. Like, like um, and it is a far cry from what she becomes where she is just like, you see her and you know, like, she's going to get, like, hit by a car or some yeah, shit. Yeah, they're going like, to talk shit. Yeah. Right, like, they're going to beat the shit out of her. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, which I, I will say there are parts of that. There are things about Family Guy that are funny. It's just not funny when it's, like, eight seasons in a row of the same thing, you know? I think it's funny. It gets old. I don't know. That's I, And I think that's the the... The people who don't like Family Guy, that's their complaint, is that it's the same fucking thing all the time. Even if the, whatever, the name, it's just like how South Park said it. They broke it down exactly. It's like, just change out a few words for each cutaway, and that's it. That's literally mm -hmm. what the show is. And that's just not... It's written by manatees. Right, exactly. It could be. That's the joke there is like this could have been done by a fucking trained animal, you know, mm -hmm. to just pick random words to fit into a sentence. Some of it, I don't know. I like the show. I watched it a lot growing up. It was like my most watched show in high school probably. It definitely, so my thing is I, I feel like I outgrew it because I liked it at one point too, but then it was like this isn't funny anymore and I can realize that it's not funny. For me, it was like some things made more sense, you know, jokes that I didn't understand at first. Well, right, of course, uh, naturally, but I'm just saying there's a lot of, it's just it's clearly made for like a for people to just like stare at and not think about. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, but it's also I think it's quotable. <clears throat> you know, like the sure. way that I am with I think you should leave is the way that I was with my friends on Family Guy for through for a long time, you know. Yeah, like definitely. We'll, we'll still if something related comes up, we'll still remark like, "Oh, it's you know, say the quote in this. That's a similar situation. I I will say that. I mean, I have watched a lot of Family Guy in my life, just not for like the past decade or so. Um, but um, I had a friend who I always thought was like the funniest kid. He loved Family Guy. I found out a lot of the shit he would say just all the time was like a Family Guy reference. Like later on, I was like. I would see it in an episode or, and I'd be like, oh, Jeff used to say that. That's mm -hmm. weird. Like, it's like, oh, that's why he got it from Family Guy. Like, yeah. he didn't make this stuff up. I see you know? that. Like, you were you were hurt by it. Like, I feel like there's multiple episodes this season no, where I've said something and you're like, what's that from? And I'm like, just me talking. And you're like, no, that's from something. And I'm like, no, I'm just 
being me. Like you, you think that I can't be funny. You, you do say, <laughs> you say things in a way that makes, well, you do make references a lot. So that's probably why too. It's not that I was personally hurt by that. I just was like, Oh, that's funny. He wasn't just really funny. Like, right. Yeah. He was, he was quoting just things. a parrot. Essentially. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he is honestly a very funny person, but he would quote family guy. I feel like it would have been even better per- if you knew it, you know? Well, it would have been. It was like, I saw this thing on Reddit today, this like Tinder profile and this guy, or this like conversation. This guy was freaked out because the girl, he said something and she's like, I just want to say I hate you and my dad hates you. And then he's like, what? What are you talking about? And he's like, she says like the only reason that, you know, whatever our parents, I don't know the whole thing from stepbrothers where he's like, tells him they're going to like have sex with his mom together or whatever. I don't even I, remember Whatever that. he says when they like get together. I don't remember, but I remember reading it and be like, Oh, that's the stepbrothers thing. And this guy's like, why are you being so weird and stuff? And he posted that and everyone's like, dude, you missed it. You totally missed it. Like, yeah. But huh. I mean, there's a lot of people like 20 year olds or so that have never seen Step Brothers. Yeah, probably. Or this episode of Family Guy, which is older than this episode is old enough to drink. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, uh to the show. Peter says, I'm gonna say something I don't say very often. I'm gonna die, which I think is pretty funny. And Stewie tries to get a high five, but no one'll do it. The other thing about Stewie at this point is that it's a it's a gag, but it's also like a trait of his that you're not sure if the other people around him can hear him or not. It's like sometimes right. they can and sometimes they can't. Well, the thing is, it's always it's like they never directly hear him. Uh, really like there's never evidence of that i don't think well, i mean maybe there is in, in this, other s- scenarios but in this one death talks to him back right but, but i don't think anyone in the family is different this right one. but the thing is he'll say something and then what he says will happen and it makes it seem like they heard him sometimes but it's just meant to be like it's supposed to be a question like i remember right. that being a thing for a long time it was like and they even, you know, play into it like, you know, can we he- can we hear him or no? You know, they like, <laughs> do, does he talk? We don't know. Yeah. Um. Right. And he can talk to the dog. Right. And he can talk to death because death can talk to anybody probably. Yeah. But, right. It's like a joke. Yes. Uh, Chris is worried because he has no one to take him to the father-son dance. <laughs> Um, which obviously is not a thing. Um, right. The father son dance. <laughs> he's fun. like, you can be proud of your father and all his accomplishments. And Meg's like, what accomplishments? And he just says, go to your room. Like, you got me. Like, he's just making up shit. But, uh, you know, they don't want it to happen. She's like, you can't. You're the most important character in this family, Lois says. And then... Shot of him in a coffin. <clears throat> the most important character. This is technically a cutaway, in a way. It's just maybe a hard cut to the next scene. Um, right. But it looks like he's dead. 
But of course he's not. He's like, I'll take this one and I won't pay a cent over 60 bucks. And the guy's like, this is a thousand dollars. And they have a whole haggling thing where he's like 70, 2000, but that's double. He's like, okay, 40 bucks. And Brian explains. He doesn't know how to haggle in case you couldn't figure that out. Right. Yeah. He's just throwing out numbers randomly. Right. Um, this guy can hear Brian. Right. Everyone can hear Brian. He has sex with women, too. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, look. There they are. My family. You know, guys, I don't say this often enough, but uh, I'm going to die. Oh, my God. High five. Anyone? Anyone? You can't die. Who's going to take me to the father-son dance? Listen, I've had a good life, and you can always be proud of your father and all of his accomplishments. What accomplishments? Go to your room. Peter, there's no way you could die. You're the most important character in this family. I'll take this one, but I won't pay a cent over 60 bucks. Sir, that casket costs $1,000. Okay, 70 bucks. What? 2,000 bucks. That's twice what it costs. 40 bucks. What? He, he, he doesn't know how to haggle. Right, but yeah, you know, Brian literally has sex with women, like multiple women in the show. They just... Multiple women, and they show it. They show it on screen. <laughs> yeah, doggy yeah. style. He also does have sex with a dog in the show, too, one time. Right, in a in a episode that was famously ripping off a Simpsons episode. Right. But which also, Family Guy does do a lot. Also, he doesn't get the dog pregnant. The dog's pregnant from Lois's dad in the end. Right. A um, twist. Um, yeah, so they're having a yard sale because Peter wants there to be money around when he's gone. <laughs> right. Just yeah, like, he wants to let his family have money, you know, make I sure mean, they're well yeah, off. you're not going to make much money at a yard sale, though. That's right. Like the, and also you're selling the things that they will remember you by. So yeah, it's like right? double stupid. Yeah, he's not <laughs> on the... Uh, breaking Bad level of like commitment right. to support his family. Right, right. Uh, I did want to say there is a funny uh, line. I think Stewie says it where like there's a girl leaving Brian's room and he goes, yeah, is this where your parents are paying your college tuition for so you can fuck dogs? <laughs> it's just like, that is weird, isn't it? <laughs> um. Yeah, there's Peter's first bike he still has. He had so much fun playing with that. And then <laughs> cuts to him on a like a picnic blanket pouring a tea. Peter. Yeah. Pouring tea. More, More tea. tea, Mr. Bike? I thought that was really funny. That Yeah, cuz you assume he's riding it. Right. Well, and see that's what I'm talking about. That's like a quick cutaway to tell just a quick easy joke. It's yeah. not it's not like, oh, man, that reminds me of the one time that I ate sushi with the Los Angeles right. Rams. And it the... also feels organic. Right? Yeah, you know? for sure. <clears throat> um, so, yeah. Uh, Meg comes up and she's like, the doctor called. And I guess it's like winter time during right, all this. Or coats. it's like early winter. There is snow on the front of right. the houses. Right. Yeah. Um, I always remember this being like so dramatic feeling on purpose. Like she's like the test results came in and they're like, oh, they just hold each other, you know, they hold each other. It's true. Now they're back at the doctor's office with Mr. Hartman, Dr. Hartman. I don't know. Also voiced by Peter. Well, Seth. By Peter. Yeah. 
Peter does voices. Hey, Peter. Um, he's like, oh, this doesn't look good. No, this doesn't look good at all. And they're like, oh, my God. Oh, my nephew. He tried to draw my portrait. And doesn't I love, look anything like me. It looks like a hand puppet version of him. <laughs> right. I like how he, there's like he has googly eyes, but his complaint he's like the nose is all. And then they're right. like, no, just tell Shut us. Shut up. About, yeah. yeah. Um. So, go on. Yeah. Um. He's like, oh well, us. yeah. The test results. Oh yeah, it's all good. It's negative. Came back negative. The lump in your chest is just a fatty corpse corpuscle. 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 Yeah. Yeah corpuscle fatty corpuscle and peter says how can a dead comedian from the silent movie era be lodged in my left bosom (laughs) which you i didn't understand that but you you said you did fatty yeah so i think that i i at least there was multiple musicians slash actors that use the name fatty or like fats faticus um that was a thing but i think that's talking about fatty arbuckle which is a silent era uh film actor i think kind of in the buster keaton kind of style you think he's garfield's grandfather definitely part of the reason why Arbuckle is part of uh, Garfield, I think, too. Yeah, you think he's Garfield's (laughs) grandpa, John's dad. No, I'm saying... Uh, What am I saying? You're saying that the name Arbuckle became famous, and that's perhaps why John was named that from Garfield. I don't know. Something like that. Um, But anyways, you know, obviously, Peter's getting mad for no reason. He's like, what? You know, something that's obviously not what the doctor's saying. And he's like, no, dude, I'm telling you, you're fine. It's like, I'm fine, what, now you're coming on to me? And Lois is like, no, he's not coming on to you. He's trying to tell you that you're healthy. And he just goes, uh, can't it be both? And then he just sits there and looks at them, and there's like a nice silence. It's pretty funny. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Like, the way that this was, like, digitized, or was this? I mean, this might. this probably was digital originally. I don't know. But the lines get blurry a lot in this. Yeah like rip or whatever the way they upscaled it or whatever like you can see and they'll be clean for certain shots and then they'll like blur again right it's really annoying to look at it is weird how that happens look this is a fatty arbuckle he kind of looks like peter he kind of looks like louis anderson who's that louis anderson what the fuck are you doing Showing you who Louis Anderson is? Typing shit on my... F- no, he doesn't look like that at all. Okay. God. You be the judge. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, he does. T- stupid. But you, it's funny, uh, you know, the doctor's like, well, you know, that let's not rule it out like I'm gonna, I'm hitting on you. And then they just right. kind of they leave. do that. Have you ever seen the, like, the famous Dr. Hartman misdirection? Where he's like, I don't know. Oh, there's like a series of like back and forth. It's ju- it's just a uh, shtick. There's like he's like, oh that, you know that liver's got to come out, and he's like, huh? And he's like, oh, it's been in the oven all day, you know. And he's like, you're gonna be dead within a month. They're like, oh, and he's like, oh, Hagar the horrible, you'll be dead within a month if you keep eating turkey legs like that. 
He's like, looks at the folder and he's like, ah, he's like, ah, there's a spider in here. You know, it's just like thing after thing. Yeah. Okay. And cool. it ends up being you're fat. That's like what he comes up with to say. <laughs> Turns out you're just fat. I think I've seen that actually. Yeah. Yeah. So similar to this, but uh, right. much better. Eventually. Turns out you're just fat. You're just a fat kid. You're just a fatty, fatty, fat kid. Hey, it's not a van. This doesn't look very good. Oh, this doesn't look very good at all. Oh. My my nephew drew my portrait. It doesn't look a thing like me. I mean, look at the nose. It's all. It's Will all... you just tell us about Peter's tests? Okay, okay. <laughs> you remember that? That's no. a line from this where he's like, "Sir, you can't park your van on the diving board." Oh, it's a kid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's Chris. <laughs> right, right. And then that's when he's like, "You're just a fat kid." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I um, remember that. So then he gets uh, his his bill and he's gonna walk out. And I like this line. He's like, I'm going to appreciate all the little things in life, like you and the kids to Lois. Like, those are the, supposed to be the big things. Those are but the little yeah. things, yeah. Right. Um, and then he's like, is this the price or my phone number? <laughs> She's like, uh, uh, your phone <laughs> number. He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's still pretty pricey. <laughs> yeah. It's like, when I was younger, I thought he meant like his phone number was pricey, but I think he means the bill. I mean, either way, it doesn't yeah. add to the joke. The he joke. does point to the top, which is what probably fucked you up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is this the price of my bill or my phone number? Uh, your phone number. Oh. <laughs> well, well, it's still pretty pricey. So she's like, who cares about how much the bill is? You just got the most important bill of all, your bill of your clean bill of health. Yeah, and I love how he's like, geez, Lois, how long you been waiting on that to crack out that gem? <laughs> yeah. Like you've been thinking about that all day. Yeah. Gee and he, he's like filling out the paperwork to pay because, I mean, things were a lot harder to pay for stuff back then. But you think they would have got this info beforehand. Um, but anyways, he's like, you know what? They can't make me pay if I'm dead. All I got to do is write deceased. And right here where it says name... And then Where's right here where it sex. says, yeah, where it says sex, I'll write, no thanks, I'm dead. It's bulletproof. Cut to dinner. And Stewie is sad because uh, he was promised that the fat one would perish. Yeah, he, he wants, calls him. he also wants the fat one to die. Yeah, he just loves death. Yeah. Um. So she's like, I, I know, it's great, isn't it? So like that leads you to think that she can't hear what he's saying right because like, she just, just kind of ignored him which is kind of like the the trope in cartoons or shows or whatever it's like the baby can talk and we can hear him but to them it just sounds like baby talk you know like yeah blah, 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 blah. it's like yeah that's right stewie right like i do think that that's like also a thing in parenting you know parents have a very like they have a filter, I feel like. At some point, they can tune out their own kid. Yeah. Like, I've been with, like near someone and heard a kid say mom to them like 50 times, and it's oh, like, yeah. answer the fucking kid. Like, I know you hear this person. Right. You know? But, they, yeah, you're right, and it is a thing. Like, they can, like, tune it out. And I know uh, I see that at the store that I work at quite often, and... I remember at my last job, this lady we were working for, her child had Down syndrome, too, which, like, made me feel even worse. And it was, like, literally, to be fair, I get it, because it was, like, every two seconds, it was, like, mom, mom. And, like, 
eventually she just ignore her until she's like, you know, yeah. saying it for the 50th time. And then it's like, what? Okay. What? Like, you know, and I imagine when that's your life, that's just the way it has to be. You right. know, <laughs> like, if you answer every time, it also doesn't stop. Right, probably. right, right. It's like you just have to ignore them. And I'm sure that goes for kids who don't have Down syndrome, too. It was just oh, I sure. I felt especially bad in that situation. I was right. like, you kind of need to do something. But also, this is every day of your life all day. So, yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Tough. Don't have kids, folks. <laughs> so Lois is like, oh, we're going to be a family for a long time. And then the, there's a knock on the door already. Yeah. Who who are you? And this is another reference that I don't get. And I remember this name only from this episode as a kid. Right. Um, Death opens or is on the other side of the door. And he's like, who are you? I'm Callista Flockhart. Which is uh, Allie McBeal. Okay. <laughs> I think that would be the main thing. Good to know. Which was a show. Yes, of course. She's been married Late. to Harrison Ford since 2010. Nice. That's interesting. Um. Uh, but Death comes in and he's like, "Which which ones you? Which one of you is Peter Griffin?" Also. Like we said before, this is uh, Norm Macdonald, and then this is the this is the one commercial break. Yeah. Oh. I mean, we can just do this part early. All right, let's get it done. This is taking too yeah, long. Yeah, so let's take a break then. While it's the first commercial, the next half we'll try to speed through because we're taking so much time. But now we're taking too long, Zach. We can talk about. The Patreon. That's right. You can support us. Give us money. And the more supporters we have, the more content we can make. That's the way I think it will work. And my name's Alex Beardsley. I'm one half of your co-hosts here with the Striped Sweater Podcast. We have a Patreon. It's at patreon.com slash striped sweater. You can go there. You can get stuff you can become an honorary town rookie for one dollar and be on our exclusive and very active discord channel uh for three dollars you can get that reward as well as well on top of it you get a personal shout out on every episode of this show and we do that right in the middle section here uh so zach who are our goofy goobers aren't you richard simmons it's Jordan Lang. We like being alive. Jacob Borth. Thanks for letting me draw you naked. Alyssa Ulrich. <laughs> and of course, tell me in the next movie we get to see your butt, Nevin Alexis. Those are our four patrons. More than happy to give you guys your shout outs. And thank you so much for being patrons thank you in allowing us to say your name on the podcast yeah thanks for your names and thanks for the cash the cold hard cash that's what we like best about it thanks for the dough yeah now we're gonna make pizzas with it yeah bagels so if you want some of those cash bagels to come our way you can send them at patreon.com slash striped sweater yes do it now 
And we're back. Right, with uh, Norm McDonald as It's Dad. Norm. The, the reason why we did this, this Family Guy episode, was because of Norm. Playing his current condition. Yeah, playing his current condition of death. death. <laughs> <laughs> That's his status effect right now. Um, and he's like, which one of you is Peter Griffin? And Oh, yeah, did we mention that you he did, pointed you to totally Chris? Yeah, didn't even to say, say that. But he po- he's like, uh, he is. And then it cuts, and then it comes back. Repeats the same gag, but this time he picks up the lamp and he's like, oh, this is Peter Griffin. I love lamp. Yeah. And then literally like this is it's such a just a time waster in a way. You know, he's laughing and then she's like, why are you? And he's like, no, no, no. no. And he continues to laugh. I'm I'm not finished holding my sides. Right. And then he stops and then she goes again and he cuts her off. And then finally, there's like a break where he stops and nobody says anything for a while. And then they continue up. But it's pretty good. It sounds like a fake laugh the whole time. Right. Like he's like, oh, a lamp. Ha ha ha. Never heard this one before. This is so so funny. funny. But it also I don't know. I I don't think it's funny. Really, this gag of him laughing. I, I don't know. Yeah. I like Norm's laugh. Yeah, Norm is cool. But he's also kind of like being a dick on purpose. He's like, oh, no, right. you're hilarious. Let's go, Mr. Comedy I think, Guy. Right. And like you said, I think it's just too long-winded so that it's just wasting time, you know? Yeah. Who are you? I'm Callista Flockhart. Who the hell do you think I am? I'm death. Which one of you is Peter Griffin? Uh, he is. Come on, man. Which one of you is Peter Griffin? Uh, this is Peter Griffin. <laughs> hey, that's a good one. <laughs> Why are you? No, wait. I'm not finished holding my sides. <laughs> Why? Why? <are> you... <laughs> <laughs> Why are you here? The doctor said Peter was okay. Oh, the doctor. Well, I guess he must know, right? I mean, he's a doctor and everything, and uh, I'm just a uh, death. Yeah, so anyway, uh, fi- finally there's a long pause, and then Lois starts talking again. Why are you here? <laughs> right, um, and he's like, oh, well, you said the doctor said he's okay? Well, you know, he must be right. I mean, I'm only death, right? Right. And then Stewie starts to stand over him. Stewie is excited to see death because he likes death. And he he hands him the scythe and Stewie gets to hold the scythe. Right. He's like, oh, cool. Yes, fun. And he's like, oh, you're not dead. Well, what do you call this? And he pulls out the doctor's bill bill or whatever, the info sheet. He signed Peter Griffin and he signed deceased, which obviously a dead person couldn't do. Right, right. He's like, what do you call this? And she's like, oh, that's your handwriting, Peter. So it. <laughs> so does that mean if he's like he works for the government, like he's legally dead, so he has to die? You know what I mean? Like he's working with the, with them, like we see here, right? He's like, oh, how'd you get that? He's like, oh, it was emailed to me by your HMO, and I. This joke's pretty funny, right? Because he's like, well, now I know my doctor was hitting on me, but that's no reason to call him names. Yes, because 
It's a, it's one letter away from homo. Almost spells homo. But um, there. this reminds me real quick of something funny that happened at work not that long ago. But there's this company called FHE that did, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles VHS tapes and shit back in the day. And they had, like, you know, a bumper that people remember. Um, and two of my coworkers were talking about that. And one of them was saying, I forget exactly the context, but one of them was like, all right, F-H-E. And I was like, the the funny thing is, if you don't enunciate those letters, F-H-E, it almost sounds like you're saying F-A-G. And I was like, oh, and I was like, what? What did you just say? Like, I was just overhearing this. That and is I, true. And he though, was like, right? he was like. He's like, F-H-E, it was like this thing, like, and I was like, wait, what letters are you saying? I was like, <laughs> and he was like, F-H-E. I was like, oh, I thought you were saying F-A-G, and you were saying, you were calling someone that, but you didn't want to say it, so you spelled it instead, like somehow that would make it okay. Yeah. It was so weird. And I was just like, dude, it was like the funniest misunderstanding ever. Yeah. Like, are you spelling what I think you're spelling? Like, yeah, I can hear just it. Just out loud in, in the open in front of the public. Like, yeah. why are you saying that? Like, F H E. Yeah. Interesting. But when you just <laughs> say it like F H E, it's like right. to me over there, it's like, did you say F A G? It's like if you seek Amy. Like the same kind of thing. If you seek Amy? Yeah. What is that? If you seek Amy? Like F-U-C-K me? F-U-C-K me? It was a Britney Spears song. Really? Yeah. With a hidden message. (laughs) F-U-C-K me? Okay. Fuck me? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Need me to do the opposite of spell it out for you? Fuck me? Put say it? Yes. Fuck me is what it said. Um, So Lois is not going to let him go. And Stewie's like, mother, where are your manners? Don't argue with our guest. And he's like, will you please join us for dinner? dinner?" And then Death's like, no, I don't want to be a bother. So that's, you know, where Stewie interacts with him and he clearly hears him. But he's like, oh, hey, is that turkey? Yes, we were in the middle of a dinner to celebrate Peter's good health. Yeah. And, uh, Stewie's like, oh, good. And he like pulls him on his on his sleeve. He's like, come on. It'll be an honor. No, no, a privilege. Oh, dear. Listening to me prattling on like a schoolgirl. Right. Sounds like fucking Isabel. Yeah, right. Prattling on. Yeah. Like a little poodle. Um, Isabel. And he's like, clap, clap. Uh, heat up some gravy for our guest. You know, like he's in charge now telling them what to do. My last heaping of white meat was drier than Oscar Wilde. Oh, Stewie is into literature. Wow. So dry. Um, Yeah, I don't know. And that's they don't a, answer him. That is part of the problem with these shows, too. I mean, I don't know. I, somehow, I guess in it, it really does do the same thing in The Simpsons. Uh and I guess even South Park and stuff, too. Some of these references, like, they do take away from the show watching it now. Right, like, because... 
of how dated some of the names and right. things are. Like you literally, I mean, not, and that's not really a good, the Oscar Wilde one isn't really a good example of that. Right, because he's timeless. But it's, <laughs> right. But, um, but it's just like, I don't know, even just, it just seems Calista like. stuff Lockhart. I don't know. None of it. I, I, that's the thing. Some of the stuff I don't even think is timely during this time. Like the 60 minute stuff. That would have only been like an. He has certain things that only appeal to like an old audience. Right. And well, that's because Seth MacFarlane is like a weird fucking. Old things fetishist where. He, he's like obsessed with swing music. And yeah. Like, I was going to say, you know, he has his own swing album. Yeah. Yeah. I think multiple. I think there's like mm-hmm. four or five of them. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I mean, on one hand, very cool, but he's clearly like very influenced by like old, more old school things. Yeah. And a lot of it comes through in his work, especially like some of this stuff is more timely than not. But, you know, certain songs that he's played or things that he's said that come up later. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's where that's from. The fucking whole thing was Stewie dancing with that guy. The Jerry, um, where they redid Jerry from Tom and Jerry's right, dance. Right, right. And uh, the whole concept of just being like, I'm just going to make my own Star Trek. Like, yeah, you know, it's like he's really into this shit. Because mm-hmm. he's only like maybe 10 years older than us or so. Like, he's not maybe 15. He's There's not no that, way. He's not that old. He was when, only like 20 when Family Guy came out. When we were eight? Yeah. Really? That young? Something like that. Let's see. I don't think he's that. He's probably like... He's 47. See, I wasn't that far off. He's only like 15, 16 years older than us. 47? Well, okay, what? It's like 18? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, well, still. It's nearly 20 years. Yeah, I mean, but I'm just saying... Yeah. He's not that it's not like he's was born in the sixties or some shit. Right. Exactly. But he's so also that not he a spry chicken. No, I know. But <laughs> still, I mean He's timeless. Um so uh, then we've got uh Death puts a bunch of butter on his turkey leg, puts it into like his hood, and then just pulls out a bone with nothing on it. And Meg's like, ew, how'd you do that? And I, I like this. He's like, let's just say uh, when I was younger, I did some films I'm not uh, particularly proud of. And he's like, well, that's it. Time to go. So he's like, right. You know, he's, porn. Yeah, he can joke. suck a big dick. Yeah, he could pull the meat off of a bone. Really suck it. Uh, I li- I always liked this thing, too. Lois is like, oh, you can't go. Usually after dinner, we uh, go into the living room and live for another 40 to 50 years. That's yeah. just what we do every day. Yeah, know? he's like, oh, ha, ha, 40 funny. or 50. Ha, let's go. Let's like, go. This yeah. time he doesn't even humor the fake laugh. Right. Um. So, yeah, he's saying goodbye to his family. He tells Meg she's the family man now. Yeah, you're the Because man of the Chris family now. couldn't do that. Um, you know, she's crying. Everyone said he says goodbye to Stewie, tells him he's not going to be here to see you become a man. And he's like, yes, well, I think we'll all we all know what that's going to be like. And they end up using like guys that look like this character when they go to future stuff later. But this one's funny. Yeah, it's just it looks like him, but he's got on a sweater vest and like 
You know, he's kind of dressed like Mr. Well, not Mr. Rogers. I feel like this was the beginning stages of him being like just like a gay man. Yeah, kind (laughs) of. Or like uh, like a boring gay guy. Yeah, I mean, clearly this this doesn't scream gay because he has a wife, but his the way he acts is peculiar for sure. Yeah, I don't want to say he's like eccentric, but yeah, he's eccentric. Yeah, Yeah. that's a better better word. He's looking at the bill. A twenty minute call. The Larchmont. Who do we know in Larchmont? Yeah. And then from the other room, we hear my sister in law, and he's like, "Oh, right, 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 Carol. That's right." And how is Carol? And then that's it. It cuts to him saying that to Brian. <laughs> right. That's going to be him as a grown up. Um, Chris is like, Daddy. He's right. Can ho- I come with you? Holding his legs. And he's just like, Ask your mother. No, no, we can't come with you. Like, you know, he just, that's his reaction. Like, can I do something? Ask your mom. Right. Can I go to death with you? Um, so he cries with Lois. And then death usually, like, literally uses his the end of his scythe to like pull them Break apart them he's like all right come on so they're leaving yeah and then this is great right here he's uh asking if he's got a file on him he's like yeah i think it's in the car so i guess their plan is to get in the car and drive somewhere in later episodes death has cooler powers but uh this is this is what happens also i don't think we mentioned but this is the only time death is voiced by North Norm Macdonald. He's, He's never voiced by him again. Right. Adam Carolla takes the job. Um, but he's like, yeah, did it say, did my file say that I, what do you say? Like two weeks of junior varsity track and he runs away and he's yeah. like, come on. But death is in sandals as well. So it's a little bit harder. Yeah. Just as he's about to touch Peter. Also, this is another line. I caught Flojo. You don't think I can catch you? Is that anyone you know? Flojo? I yeah. don't know. Flojo. I assume an athlete that died. Uh, Florence Griffith Joyner. You know it says all the stuff right in the side when you Google it. It looks like she retired the same time she died. Oh, damn. Interesting. Uh, So, yeah, she was popular in the late 80s. She was a track and field lady? Yeah. Dang. Um, And death killed her. But he twisted his ankle completely around. I love it. He's like, uh, yep. Uh, don't help or anything. Uh, I'm <laughs> fine. And he just falls back on the ground. And he damn says, Irish. damn Irish, which is weird. I think he's talking about Peter, I guess. I guess. Yeah. But I love this. He like puts him over and onto the couch. And he's like, yeah, that felt good. Drop me hard on the couch like that. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Like that you was said, funny. Like you said, too. Pretty much the way Norm talks, anything he can say is right, funny. Right, right. That's not funny it's just the way he said it was funny yeah um and she, this too here's a couple of tylenol he's like great tylenol yeah i asked for advil but okay this will do like he's already being like a a choosing beggar yeah um or bread. so yeah she says meg says she got a b plus in health asks if there's anything she can do he says, yeah, why don't you boil some water and rip up some sheets there, Einstein? I don't know what he's talking about. Um, 
Right, just telling her to do shit. Like, it's a sprained ankle. I just got to stay off it. And he kicks off his sandals. And he's like, I'm going to stay here on the couch, essentially. For a few he's, days. He's yeah. like, yeah, you can't stay here. Why not? You're trying to kill me. Um, so, oh, okay. Um, you want to talk about this? Yeah, he says, besides, how are we supposed to explain you to Mr. Roper? And Mr. Roper, I believe was Don Knotts in uh, Three's Company in whenever that was, probably 80s, 90s as well. yeah. And, uh, you know, they would... It was a man living with two women, and the thing was that they had a uh, non-sexual relationship, you know? They were just roommates. But every time Mr. Roper came around, stuff, you know, stuff would look bad, and they'd have to, like, explain it to him. Otherwise... He'd kick them out for just having threesomes and orgies all the time, you know. You guys can't be having threesomes in here. Yeah, this is where I come to s- to jerk off. <laughs> only like, only one man and one woman can have sex together at one at once. No, no more. You know Don Knotts, right? I don't know. Who it Famous is from uh, being in an episode of Scooby Doo when he was like meeting people. He's pretty popular, like. Uh, I can't really do his voice very well. Oh, but sure. Yeah, yeah. from the the Andy Griffith yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The cop from Andy. Okay, Griffith. I just didn't know his name. Yeah. Um, what if I'm wrong and that's not him at all? Mr. Roper, Three's Company. Yeah, that's, that's a different person. No, that, maybe not. <laughs> did he change? Oh, no. It did, that, those just look weird. It just doesn't look like him. I guess maybe he's older and it's in color. Norman Fell. Oh, there you go. So maybe it was two different people. Yeah, you fucked up. You but fucked you saw up. him in the other one, too. I saw there was one picture that looked like him. He was probably trying to Mr. look Mr. Like Furley. Him. Okay, so they were replaced... The Mr. Furley is who he is. Uh, Mr. Do you watch Furley. a lot of Three's Company when you? I watched younger? a little bit of it. He so he was who I had mostly seen. So I I guess I assumed he was Mr. Roper, but no, it was the guy who owned it before them. Whatever, same kind of shit. So it's not Don Knotts. It's uh, Norman Fell. Wow! But he got back up. So what a thing. Um, um so yeah that's the joke he's like oh how are we gonna do that he's just bringing up a, so three's company ref yeah um so right <clears throat> lois is trying to help and he's like why are you doing that and she's like come on you see like if he's here you, you can't won't die. die right oh go on uh that's it <laughs> you know I like so that. no matter what i do i um, won't die is basically yeah she's like yeah he's like oh cool and uh yeah he's like i'm going out for a little while and he's like hey you can't tell anyone i'm here um if humanity discovers i'm no longer lurking in the shadows the consequences will be dire and i like the the it's like very dramatic with yeah the screen darkens and everything and then again he's like go on (laughs) <laughs> and he's like, that's it. What do you see in this guy? Jeez. Like, he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I love this guy's fucking stupid. He's like waiting for the wires to connect. He's like, say the thing that'll make it make sense. He's like, that's it. Like, that's all. There's <laughs> right. nothing else. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, 
our wires got crossed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Can't tell anyone I'm here. For if humanity discovers I'm no longer lurking in the shadows, consequences will be dire. Go on. That's it. What the hell do you see in him? But yeah, so he's going to leave, and he's like, 10 minutes ago, I was staring death in the face, and you know, now I've been given another chance, and I'm going to do the one thing I've always dreamed of doing. I'm going to jump off this building. Hell and he's yeah. brought Quagmire and Cleveland. He's yeah. like, uh, Cleveland goes, could you repeat that, please, Peter? I think I had something crazy in my ear. Because he's going to kill himself. Right. I mean, that's basically what he's saying. They're dressed in their winter attire. Right. The coat and hat for Cleveland and the weird ski jacket for Quagmire. Right. He was taken away from his- Because he's banging his Swedish ski girl. She's a girly girl and her paralyzed but trusting cousin. Which is like weird. Yeah, right. But he's like, thousand bucks as I live. Thousand clams, huh? What the hell? And here he goes. He gets up to the building, jumps down, falls right on his face. You know, doesn't break his glasses or any bones. It's like, right. not only is death not real, but you also can't feel anything. You pain isn't Yeah, pain around. isn't real and you don't get hurt. You can't break bones. Yeah. That's a little bit of a whatever, but right. anyway, it, he just gets up. He's fine. He He's even like, beat his loogie, which ends up splatting on his, on head. his head. Yeah. and um, They write checks. Yeah, and, they're like, yeah. oh, shit, we owe him money now. Right. It's funny to see that because- Checks really, I mean, weren't huge for a long time, I guess. They would have still been a thing at this point in time. Right, for sure. Um, There are still people that write checks. There's at least a few a day at my work. Yeah, that's insane. Which it, it people, is bonkers. Right? It's all old people. Typically old people, yes. Um, or crackheads. And occasionally it'll, yeah, it's usually an older person for sure. Um, and it's just weird. It's a funny thing where I think some people like they like don't trust the technology or anything, but it's like it literally does the exact same thing that a card does. Like, yeah, literally the exact same. <laughs> like, yeah, it just maybe isn't instant. It just takes a couple days as opposed to being instant, which wouldn't that be a disadvantage in most cases? <laughs> Unless someone's like, like I got I'm getting paid tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe then, but like. Yeah, there's like cash advance stuff and whatever. It was just weird. It's just weird, yeah. Yeah, I think it is too. So we cut back and Death and Lois are playing the game of life. He's like, you know, I should find oh, this Oh, I didn't ironic. even really, I mean, I noticed that, but I didn't even realize like the joke of it. That's funny. Yeah. He's like, I should, I should find this ironic, but really I'm just bored as hell. <laughs> He's asking how old the TV is. It's like, you could probably get the Dumont network on this thing. Another weird reference that who knows what the fuck that's about. Right, but it also sounds like him, like, complaining more. He's like, this right. game sucks, the TV sucks, like, this all sucks. But she's she's like, you know, Peter, he's a great man, good father. He's like, oh, here we go. You know, <laughs> he knew it was coming. She's going to beg for his life. And uh, he's like, what'd you make this cocoa out of, crap? <laughs> like that's his response is just more of that complaining to like make her feel bad she's like if you want me to make it again he's like no 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 my fault i just i thought you were gonna make it with milk not crap 
So the Dumont Television Network was one of America's first commercial television networks. And, Makes sense. And ceased operations in 1956. Yeah. So it's very old. Like, first TV shit that there was. Very old, ref. So, yeah, a reference that only people in their fucking... 50s at the time basically might get (laughs) (laughs) cuts hard yeah Um, then meg comes in she's like oh i brought you something to read i like this he reads it too oh glamour huh i can learn how to please my man go get me an entertainment weekly he's just like bossing these people around right right um he's like i hear it's got a great picture of me sneaking up on tom snyder which is the guy from late night talk shows tomorrow and and he didn't the die till late seven, show he didn't die till seven years later so he was creeping but he's creeping slowly. up on him yeah right it's like yeah. he's gonna die soon that's a pretty fucking weird joke to make actually these days that would that would not fly so easily uh, it, I think on the right show it would. Like if someone made like a, well, Betty White did die now, right? But if like no, someone what? made a, or maybe not, I thought she did. If someone was like, oh, death's coming for Betty White, people would be like, all right, what, why are you saying that? Right. Because Betty White's dead. And has been for a long time. No, she's not. <laughs> Right, but you believed it. You know. I thought I remembered seeing her. She's she 99. passed away. Yeah, she's old. That's fucking crazy. She's literally older than sliced bread. That's the funniest thing. <laughs> literally, before Betty White was alive, people would buy a loaf of bread and cut a slice off every time they wanted to use it. Until a couple years later when the, they started selling sliced bread. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. What's that from? That's the news. That's that's what they said on the news. That's just a thing. A thing known. that people know. Yeah, that in the time frame, you can look up when sliced bread is. It was after Betty White. The way you said it, though, was like you were quoting something. That's just how... I mean, I've brought that up before. It's something oh, okay. I've said before. But I see. Sure. Um, so, yeah, picture of Tom Snyder. Uh, then we get this, one of Stewie's actual good attempts at killing Lois, right? Right, he finally does it, right. Yep. He like gets a good good thing. So he knocks her down the stairs with his big wheel, of course. She's at the like little halfway point. He saws the two legs off of this armoire type thing, dresser, whatever. Yeah, fucking cabinet in the hallway yeah lands on top of her of course Yeah, from down the stairs live grenade in it explodes and he's sure that he killed her right that's one of his uh patented his yeah from from that era um yeah yeah and she just like gets up out of it she's like wow i should really watch where i'm going yeah i should try not to trip like she didn't even she didn't even realize that a grenade ran into her and like um she's just like oh shit i'm kind of (laughs) clumsy what the deuce another one of his lines and then he sees the scythe and he's like oh shit 
I like this too. He uh, has his little voice recorder and he, he talks about uh, how he can't kill Lois, but in very big words. And then he like looks around after and he he gives the old Nick Nick Betty Whack, give the dog a bone. So he's like Cause he's playing with it as well. Yeah, you okay. know? yeah I yeah. wasn't sure what the joke was there. Yeah. Wow, I should really watch where I'm going. What the deuce? Of course. It seems with death incapacitated, my matricidal efforts are futile. I must do all I can to accelerate his convalescence. Knick-knack, Paddywhack, give a dog a bone. So, um, yeah, we're at the drunken clam now. Peter made another bet with the boys that he could drink 300 beers without dying. <laughs> Right, as if they couldn't already tell something was weird by right. the way he jumped off of a giant building. They're like, building. oh, jump off a skyscraper and be fine? Yeah, okay, but you but can't bet, drink yeah. 300 beers. You'll die. <laughs> but he did. He's like, Peter, are you a witch? Yeah, but don't tell anyone. The consequences could be dire. <laughs> he literally says death's warning, which is true, you know? Yeah. And we're going to um, see it happen. And he's like, hey, I bet I could go up to each one of those bi tough biker guys and say, hey, aren't you Richard Simmons? He's really drunk here, too. Right? Yeah, Richard Simmons, of course, being famous for uh, being like a workout instructor uh, who's known to be flamboyant and possibly homosexual. <laughs> yeah, but also like, yeah, just like. Uh yeah, flamboyant's a good word, but like very like peppy and up it up. Yeah, you he's know. in Space Jam, the first one. Okay, sure. They they're doing his workout at one point. He's like, "You're doing it right." He's very like right, like that kind of like positive influence for people who you know at the time maybe like he was revolutionary because like everybody could like exercise to his tapes it wasn't like you had to be like a fucking like ddp athlete yoga or something yeah yeah I the same market so. yeah, yeah right um because it's the same you just do what you can to it along with him but me and my parents used to do some richard simmons stuff wow yeah. that sounds right yep um but Didn't yeah work. so he goes over there Tells the guy hey, he thinks he's aren't Richard, you Simmons, Richard Simmons, and he just smashes the uh, pool cue across his face, and then he he just like no sells it and asks the other guy, "Aren't you Richard Simmons' best friend, Richard Simmons?" Like it's funnier because it, he's drunk and it doesn't make sense and he's dumb, but the guy's like shut up and pulls out a gun and shoots him. Nobody seems to care in the right. whole place. And he shoots eh, him more times. Eh. Right. Shoots him thrice. And then this other guy pulls out a shotgun. He's like, let me try this. Boom. Also, this guy just brought a shotgun with him into the yeah. bar. And set it next to, in between the pool tables. Right. And now he's going around shooting 
he shot Cleveland. He shoots himself. Right. And nothing's happening. They're all like, like, hey, hey, look, you know. We can all get shot. So let's all shoot each other. Everybody's got a gun. And they're all just shooting each other in the bar now. Look, we can do this, you know. Right. Um, Even these people, they're just like, hey, they're just trying to eat. Yeah, they're just like sitting there smiling. Right. You would think that, you know, I mean, the whole thing's made up and doesn't matter, but pain would still exist they would have bullet holes things like that would still happen even if they couldn't die right Right. they you would still like lose blood and stuff but no um and yeah there's just a scene of everyone just like giggling about it yeah so they realize (laughs) that death doesn't work right now right so Um, the secret is out at least in in this bar yeah and then we cut back to death who's getting his foot rubbed by stewie and he's telling him, like, yeah, you know, I didn't even want to do be this. this. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to be a wood nymph. But, man, the second my dad found out, he started with the whole, I have no son, I have no son. I assume because and my like mom a, just stood there. Yep. That's it. Just stood there. Um, but it's like, is it because a nymph is kind of like a fairy? Like a gay thing as well? I guess, yeah. Like, it's... or just kind of like a... Another mystical life choice that's not my footsteps, kind of. It's probably a little bit of all of that, but it probably is a little bit the gay thing because this is the year 2000 and that type of humor was running rampant. Yep. Especially on Family Guy. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Stewie's like, yes, mothers can be so bothered, or can be quite the botheration, can't they? And uh, I love this. He's like, come on, we got to get you well. And then he snaps off one of his toes. Yeah. And he's like, what was that? Yeah. And Stewie just hides it. Nothing. Nothing. And he, and ends he up throws like, it on the yeah. floor. Stewie, leave death alone. He's like, oh, yeah, he reminds me a lot of me at my age. I just hope his teen years go better than mine. Talk about awkward. And we get this memorable shot to me of this thing. It's Lover's Lane. It's the cliff. You know, it's like make out. The car's shaking. It's like make out reef. Oh, here's the SpongeBob crossover. He's saying, oh, Sandy. Oh, Sandy. And uh, yeah, the car's shaking. Don't come a knocking. And uh, she's liking it, too. You know, you can tell. But then uh, then she's not moving. Yeah. So she just dies randomly. Oh, because he's deaf. Yes. I see. Okay. I was uh, I didn't fully understand what was going on there. So he does kind of touch some people here, but like in the other episodes, anyone he touches instantly dies. Yeah. So I don't know if that was it. It's not determined in this, but sometimes that happens, or maybe he doesn't know how to hold his powers or whatever. But we know he wasn't having sex yet because he's like, "Oh, not again! I'm gonna be a virgin forever." Or am I? So he kills her, and this has happened before, but this time he he starts fucking her, and you can tell because the car is moving. So he lost his virginity by banging a person he killed in his car. Right. He, but he didn't finish until after she was dead, obviously. Or start. Well, I would say the second you put the dick. Well, in, they're shaking though. Right, but they're like getting hot and heavy, you know, probably taking clothes off, and then that's it. Maybe goes to touch her, and that's. When she dies. Because he says he's going to be but a he's virgin. Saying, which oh, means Sandy, though. Right. Maybe she's So like, she's doing something to him. Something, yeah. So but, she's touching him. But no... Maybe through the clothes? No, yeah. It would have to be, right? Maybe? 
They're just I don't like know. rubbing each other. Or it's just not meant to be thought of. Thought about much. enough, yeah. Or thought to be thought about, right. Yeah. So he right. kills her and then he has sex with a corpse. Yeah, we've all been there. Yeah. Sandy, and then that's when she joined Bikini Bottom. Yep, necrophilia. That's the name of the game. Um, but Lois is again like trying to plead the case of keeping Peter alive, and he's like, geez, yes, I will, but you owe me if you get my drift. She, she starts to fucking unbutton her top. That's like so strange, I feel like. She's like, I'm going to have to sleep with death, and Stewie's right behind her. But he's like, whoa, whoa, what the hell are you doing? I don't want to see your talking about another titties. fruit cup. Yeah. And he's like, not bad, though. I N- like that. He's nice like, yeah, titties. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, good for you. Peter comes home with bullet holes, and she's like, Peter, death is going to let you live. And he's like, yeah, this is great. I'm on TV, and I'm going to be alive. And then cut to the Quahog News, where they're talking about death not applying anymore. It's become... Big news, and Trisha Takanawa, all by herself, made a uh, newscast. What's the joke there? It's like, oh, look, she did this without like producers or people doing it for her. Because like, she's, she's Asian? I think so. They're like, look, she's like a regular person. And it's yeah. like, yeah. That's kind of weird. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, we will just uh, do this. Ready? Can we please talk about Peter? He has so much to live for. Death, he, he loves his children and Okay, me. okay, I'll spare his life. But uh, you owe me if you get my drift. What the hell are you doing? I was talking about another fruit cup. Not bad, though. Peter, Death just agreed to let you live. Oh, man, this really is my night. I get to live and I'm on TV. Our top story tonight, the rules of death no longer apply. That's right, Tom. Our own Asian reporter, Trisha Takanawa, filed this report all by herself. I'm here with Peter Griffin, the man who claims he withstood a barrage of bullets and did not die. Peter, are you saying that if I shoot you in the head with this Channel 5 pistol, you'll be completely unharmed? Why don't you uh, give it a shot? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here goes. What have I done? (laughs) You're awful. Fascinating story, Tom. It sure is, Diane. And since the laws of death no longer apply, I can do this. That's right, Tom. <laughs> and now it's time for sports. The Family Guy rips off The Simpsons, and that is another thing. They have a Asian female reporter in The Simpsons, which yeah. I just think is funny because it's just like one of those things where it's like, real, like really, like yeah. you didn't even try to like hide it, <laughs> right? It, I mean, maybe it was done to parody that, but it definitely. I mean, I the, suppose the more you, could you say that, the more yeah. you do those, the more it comes off as unoriginal, right? Right. Like when it's like, oh, you're also parodying that there's a brother, sister, mom, dad, like. Well, sure, but it actually is like it's literally like their family dynamic, at least. Peter and Lois is pretty much the exact same. Yeah, like, well, I don't think they try to hide the family dynamic because even American dad is brother, sister, you know, pet or well, I'm just thing. saying Peter Griffin is a, 
a parody of Homer Simpson, right? Like literally, yeah. like that's mixed what it with is. Boston or a mi- sure, like America yeah. But more. it's literally like a fat drunk guy with a wife who's too good for him, uh huh. And he has this like perfect life, even though like as far as like he's got a nice house and he's got kids and he's, he's got a simple man, all this yeah. stuff, but like he doesn't really do anything besides be an idiot. Yeah, it's essentially the same thing, right? You know? For uh, sure. Um, but it's good. But yeah, I uh, mean, it works. It it definitely works for a comedy show, no doubt. Um, yeah. So, but what he ends up doing, right, is uh, he lets her shoot him, and right. I think it's funny how she she's is, got the Channel Five gun, the branded Channel Five gun. Yeah, like the news people always have to use their like, like they, special branded thing. Right. Right. Um, he's like, <laughs> why don't you give it a shot? <laughs> yeah. She's like, well, here it is. Shoots him in the head. And he's like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. Which, like, somebody shot in the head would not do. Wouldn't do that, right. He would be dead instantly. But she's like, what have I done? He's like, ah. Ah. Oh, you're awful. I love that. It's just so, like. (laughs) Yeah, she's immediately like, oh, you got me. Yeah. I'm an idiot. And then back to uh, Diane (laughs) and Tom Tucker. Uh, he just like slams. He's like, her I can do this, table. and he's just yeah, slamming her head. She's like, that's right, Tom, hammer to the face. Yeah, just a giant hammer. And now for sports, and he turns on the chainsaw. He's about to get her, and death turns it off. You know. Yeah, and we're back in the the household. Um, yeah, and he's like, "Fuck!" Everyone's laughing at me. I gotta yeah. show them. It's um, just like high school all over again. Yes, and um. He stands up and he's still hurting. He's like, oh, my God, that hurts. You can see one of his toes is still missing, even though it's the wrong one now. But that never comes up again. I thought I thought it would have like came up again. It seemed like it was like setting up for something to happen later. But it was just a joke. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, Lois is like momming him. You're not killing anyone tonight, mister, because he can't even stand. Yeah, you can kill people tomorrow, but not tonight. Like, yeah, right. There's only one solution. He's like, you have to go do this for me. You have to be death. Shock, 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 shock. And then there's like the, the it squid. Zooms, yeah, it zooms in on everybody's shocked face. And then the squid, he's still there. In the, the squid kitchen. is still in the kitchen. We've just been ignoring him this whole time. Um, so now he's got death's cloak thing on. And death is wearing a sweatsuit from Providence College. Was, yeah, that was weird and it's random. A, yeah, it's funny because like most collegiate shirts like that are sweatshirts, but it has to be a hood because he has no face. You know, he's just bones poking out of his clothes. Yeah, and he never has a face in this. Well, he does take his mask off in another episode or his hood, but that's different. Um. Oh. And uh, but yeah, he's like. I don't think I could do what you you do, even though I'm a fucking terrible guy. Right. He's um, like, yeah, I mean, I've thought about it, like killing someone, you know, like in church and stuff. But I don't <sighs> think I could ever do what you do. Exactly. You think you're better than me? <laughs> right. I'm tired of being the bad guy. What I do has to be done. But he I mean, I was going to say it, but Brian actually says it like he is right. Like for the world to be normal i guess which is kind of weird it's like what do you want a world with no death i mean there's a lot of shitty people who'd still be alive for sure i mean everybody would be but 
he Brian is the voice of reason. Like you've disturbed the natural order. People need to be able to die. And then we get a good cutaway gag of uh, Titanic. Yes. Um, and it's Jack sinking to the bottom, which this would have been very timely at the time. This movie right, was less than a year old. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty, that's pretty good. Thankfully that is a reference that is kind of timeless because everyone knows Titanic basically. It's the biggest, at least it'll be timeless until right. When people watch this fucking in 60 years, if they still have any way to watch things. Or I, I mean, or if they even would watch an old show like this, right? You know? For sure. But it'd be like, what? <laughs> Maybe yeah. then, but at least for us watching it now, it's still like, oh, it's Titanic. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but uh, he <laughs> falls and then he comes back up. I, I think I'm gonna be okay. And she's like, oh, Jack, that's great. Now we can get married and everything you promised. And he's just like, yeah, you know, I was pretty sure I was gonna die. Uh, but there's this girl in New York, and things are kind of serious you know uh i love this he's just like but you know thank you for letting me draw you naked and and then he's like i still can't believe you let me do that yeah <laughs> in typical like family guy voice i don't know what the way he says that is like seth mcfarland's classic delivery that i think just on its own is kind of funny sure um, sometimes yeah Actually, I, I think I'm going to be okay. Oh, Jack, now we can get married and everything you promised. Yeah, about that, uh, I was pretty sure I was going to die. Because, uh, actually, there's this girl in New York, and it's it's getting kind of serious. But, you know, thanks for letting me draw you naked. I still can't believe you let me do that. I know, but I feel like later Family Guy would have went one step further and been like, thanks for letting me have sex with you. That was great. Like... You know, but they probably weren't ready to be that the thing explicit yet. The thing, though, too, is that like late family guy to you and late family guy to me are different things. Why? Because I have seen like every season of Family Guy up until, you know, the last like four years, maybe. And like I still catch some of those sometimes, whereas like some of the later stuff to you might have been you know, 10 years ago for all. Yeah. I would, I would consider 10 years ago, late family guy. Yeah. Right. That's what I mean. And it like changed so much after that. So it's hard to like understand exactly your realm of like what you've seen and can judge it off of based on what I have. But I do, I will say that they did for a while. It did seem more like they were just throwing in random things. Well, definitely. Um, I'm saying though, they would have, which made that's it, more like they would have made it more about sex though. The joke, because they just didn't want to say it. They just thought it was funnier to be like, Oh, thanks for letting me draw you. But he also fucks her in the movie. Mm-hmm. So like that would be, I'm saying they would have taken it to a sexual spot if this was well, five years later. I mean, it still is a sexual. Thing. No, it is. But it's like okay for tv it's a better joke too because no like, it is that's what i'm saying yeah. but they wouldn't have done that that's where the show that's goes your hypothetical that that thing. is where the show goes like i know oh, you don't that, okay that is exactly i know you don't like analyze shows like that you just kind of watch them but 
if you what think, do you mean we have a podcast where we analyze shows well we don't can't exactly analyze them we more so just talk about each individual thing that is said i wouldn't consider that a net like story analysis like i'm talking about like this there's like a clear story to this episode and it's not just let's cut away for a bunch of silly gags over and over which is what the show becomes like you can't argue that that is what the show becomes right but i'm just saying your definition of like late family guy is really more early to mid now that you think about like well if you think about it in the grand scheme of things but TV shows didn't used to last this long. That's that's the so right. if a TV Simpsons show was like the thing to to because to set that right. That's the thing. Even when you talk about the Simpsons, if you're talking about late Simpsons, you're still talking about Simpsons from 20 years ago. Like that's where the line is because there is a clear line where things changed. That's what I'm mm-hmm. saying, and I'm sure it's the same for Family Guy. I don't have as much of a barometer but there is a line at some right, point where things you're change specifically about like like when we were in college family guy more or less maybe even before right that would Just be because i'm sure there's people that listen to to this that have even seen new family guy like there's some stuff that i don't even know uh you know so it's just i don't know it's almost like there's eras of it and like right you're talking about like this era where it was like uh repetitive or like it coming cookie cutter almost yeah right and Correct. maybe it changed because i know they did start to do some like interesting stuff but it was much later than that and it's definitely much different than this early stuff that we want well that's what i'm saying this is clearly trying to be less just random and funny like you know like random jokes it's trying right, to to like be like the Simpsons or at least the early Simpsons. Cause that's the thing. The Simpsons kind of does the same thing where they fall into these, uh, routines and it's like, you're just not having fun anymore. Like it's, it was better when it was, there was a time where the show was better in my opinion. And in a lot of people's opinions too. I'm not yeah. the only yeah. one who thinks this way. Right. And you think it's like less, it's more disingenuine or more forced, like, randomness than organic. Right. And and kind of thrown into anywhere in the story and not, like, with a purpose. Right. Exactly how we were saying before, where it's just like, oh, yeah, remember the time I did this? Like, that is the Family Guy thing. Like, to a more casual Family Guy viewer that's what they think of when they think Family Guy. Oh, that mm-hmm. show that is constantly cutting away to random shit. And it is funny. It's just not funny forever. That's that's my thing about it. Sure. It, like it was funny when it was funny, but it doesn't stay funny. I mean, in my opinion, there's a difference between, you know, writing a episode of TV comedy and just writing a bunch of jokes and then animating it. You know, that's yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's definitely, it's always been kind of like weird just to think of the the writing room process of how they come up and piece some of these. It's like, did you just come up with this scenario and then randomly think of a way to like pivot into it in an episode? Or did you come up with it based on what was happening? 
And sometimes I would say it's probably the first one. But they were like, oh, we should do a thing where, you know, Peter's doing this. And it's like, oh, where could we put that in here, you know? Right. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I just know that. I mean, there's a reason why South Park and The Simpsons and all these other shows like dislike Family Guy. And that is basically the reason is because there's at some point it became less about like the art of making a comedy cartoon adult show and more about just making jokes. I'd be interested to see the the like ratings of it, too, though, Um, because I feel like for a long time family guy was way bigger than south park but it's uh, hard to say yeah. it could ever be bigger than the simpsons well the simpsons is its own impossible. thing right that will basically never happen again um and the simpsons came at a time where there was nothing like it like you couldn't when you see this you're like oh this is kind of like the simpsons you didn't have that when you saw the simpsons for the but, first time but you like you like, said Oh, sorry. But like you said, too, the cutaway is kind of like the thing that sets it apart from just being a Simpsons clone as well. Sure. Yeah. But I'm just saying you don't have anything to compare the Simpsons to. What about in the 90s when you're watching it? What about like. I don't know. I guess I'm just thinking of like other family shows like Jetsons, Flintstones. I mean, well, sure. But the Simpsons is the Simpsons is. I mean, the intention was it was for the whole family, but it really is made. That's the thing. It's the Flintstones. Well, I guess the Flintstones is is there's a lot of uh, adult jokes in the Flintstones, actually. And a lot of uh, women are stupid jokes, too. Yeah. Which is very weird to watch now. Um, Norm, Norm has a good Flintstones joke, too. I don't remember if this is exactly it, but he's like, yeah, I was watching the Flintstones the other day and like. You know, they got like their uh, prehistoric bowling alleys and drive-in movies and rock phones. He's like, it all just seems so dated now, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, because that's like the point of the show. Right. Um. Um. But yeah, I mean, I think that was a fine tangent. But yeah, I. Simpsons is like. That was like the new there thing was that never, people would copy, for sure. Right, right. I guess that's the thing. The, the family closest... dynamic wasn't new, but like the dad, I don't know. It's hard to say because like the dad is always dumb. Like Fred Flintstone is dumb. You well, know? that's the thing. Earlier on, too, in The Simpsons, because The Simpsons also has eras, but there is like there's a clear point where it just falls off and it's not the same anymore. You yeah. know, um, I think part two of what separated the Simpsons is like, it's tie into culture that's happening. You know, Flintstones wasn't like, Oh, Callista Flockhart, you know? Right. Well, there was probably a little bit of it in the Flintstones, yeah. but nothing not like... to the extent of the Simpsons. But mm-hmm. that's the thing. South Park is the one who actually drove that to a different level of by weekly news we have a pokemon episode like this is a brand new thing yeah and we're making an episode about it you know like and they still do that if the simpsons tried to do that because of the way the production schedule was that wouldn't come out till the next year yeah Yeah. and it's still timely but it's not like immediate like the psp came out and there's a psp episode yeah that week you know Mm -hmm. like I don't know. Yeah. 
No, the family guy's the same way with the writing process. Um, but yeah, we should probably get through the rest of this, right? So basically, uh, Peter has to do death's work, and he's like, I have to kill someone. And Stewie's like, why don't you kill Lois? And then death responds to him again. Uh, no, no, one death isn't going to do it. It's got to be something bigger. You know, get everyone's attention. And Chris is like, how blow about you up blow the up the earth? Right. <laughs> He's like, no, nah, too big, but I like that you I like where you're going. What an idiot. Um And Meg, you could you could kill all the girls that are prettier than me. And he's like, Well, that would just leave England. <laughs> like just to cut a, a joke on Only England English women. people are uglier than Meg. Everyone yeah. else is prettier. Because of their big <laughs> teeth. Well, it's uh and noses. It's it's funny cuz I don't even know where Sarah got this from, but it is I mean it is a thing. You can like look it up. I mean, it's like centuries long of inbreeding in England, which and the she queen. was and she was like and that's why they look so weird <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, damn Sarah. Like, yeah, keep it in the family. But it's it's a real thing. Like, and that's why English people look weird. Tell your friends. <laughs> Sometimes. Some of them obviously look. I know. I, I don't want to even go down it, that road of like, yeah, some of them look say, normal. Like, what, what are you going to say is normal and weird? Like, right. I think it's just people from different places look differently. It's true. But there are some fucked up looking English. People. There's some fucked up looking American people. Sure. Sure. But very most Brian of us Peppers, are, bro. Where Brian Peppers come from. Most of us are English, though. Most of us white people, at least a little bit. Right, yeah, that's true. A lot of us did come from there. But where did Brian Peppers come from? That's what I'm asking. I don't fucking know, but I don't want to look at him. We brought him up before, didn't we? I think so, yeah. The guy came from America. <laughs> Ohio, specifically. Well, th yeah, that's Ohio. Yeah, of that, course. that makes sense. Right. Okay, now we got to the bottom of it. Yeah. <laughs> he should have said Ohio. Ohio uh, is the England of <laughs> of <the> America. <laughs> um, sorry to our English <laughs> listeners, which there sorry, aren't Heidi. as there aren't as many as there once were. Do you think but there are some? Yeah, Hawaii <laughs> Katrina listens to this. <laughs> that would be funny. Um, uh, Death is like, oh, I got it. I'm a genius. Kill the kids from Dawson's Creek, and Peter's like, oh, I knew it. As soon as I saw the show, I said, I'm going to be, the, be one the one who has to kill these kids. Someday. And Lois is like, it's true. He said it. Yeah. Like I was there. He did. He, he like came to that realization. What like, a thing to say. Someday I'm going to have to kill those kids. Yeah. He's like, oh, it's perfect. And they're going to L.A. So uh, they're going to renegotiate their contract. But he pulls out his laptop and he's like, oh, their plane is making a stop over in Rhode Island. Like he just hooked that up and like got him tickets or whatever he did the universe like he has a universe computer them. yeah and he's like i'm not gonna do your dirty work there's no way i'm getting on that plane absolutely no way and that's final and then like the screen flips and like comes back it does like the transition you would see where it's like oh now i'm doing the thing you know right. but he's like see, see i'm, still, I'm here. still here yeah they're like parodying it and he's like, and there's nothing that you can say that'll change my mind. And he's like, you kill them or I kill you. Flip again. And now he's on the plane. <laughs> oh, he's crap. like, oh, crap. Like he just, <laughs> it just hits him. He's like, oh, I'm on the plane. I knew it. 
You don't yeah. get to see him like going through customs. Oh and all man. That. <laughs> right. Also, uh he he has his scythe on the plane. <laughs> right. Um and there's like a plant that he, he touches and kills. But like this is all pre nine eleven, so planes were a more relaxed oh, wow, yeah. thing to go on, but I still don't think you could bring a scythe over. Probably there, not, but. yeah. That's just uh and you wouldn't see this joke at all pre or post nine eleven. You wouldn't see this wouldn't even be a thing. Like, yeah, joking a about plane a plane crash. going down. Yeah. Just well, they do end thing. up saving it, but I do think they other things do stuff like that in the future. But, but it's not, definitely a touchier subject it in one year. Yeah, no, it wouldn't it wouldn't be a thing a year later. Not for another few years at least. Did you know that Limp Biscuit was congratulated by the Twin Towers on winning like a music video award on nine eleven. They like congratulated them for built for like shooting the the Roland music video on top of them. No. They sent it on nine eleven. No way. Crazy. That's weird. Um so yeah, he touches the plant and it dies and he's like, Note to self, don't go to the bathroom. Because his dick'll die, right? Right, right. Yeah. Don't kill your dick. <laughs> Cut to uh, the, I guess, the VIP area of the plane where it's basically just the Dawson's Creek kids. This guy, he's not one of them, right? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I, wasn't I huge never in watched the show. that, really. Yeah. yeah, My sister watched it a little bit, I think. I know but. James Vanderbeek. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, and this, so the guy sitting across from James is like in a suit. He's like, look, James, your last movie was killer at the box office. Your Q rating is through the roof. It's time we ditch the WB, concentrate on features. And the guy's like, uh, sir, I don't know who you are, but just because you're sitting across from me doesn't mean you can give me career advice. He's like, oh, okay. Uh, will you sign my ass? Do you have a pen? <laughs> He's like, not even a question. I I did that before. Uh, you signed someone's <laughs> ass? No. But I, I would do that thing sometimes. Like, I remember one time being at Best Buy and uh, Angie was with me and we got to the we were like waiting in this line and uh, she like had said something like about buying something and I just looked like she was behind me and like just walked up or something and I like looked back and I was like listen just because you're behind me in line doesn't mean you can tell me how to spend my money you know <laughs> um, some people thought it was funny sure so then he calls death on the plane phone which there's one it, just it, behind the seat in front yeah. of him. I don't know. Like about now that. you can't even have a plane on in the air, you know? A plane on? Uh phone on in the plane. Is that right? Like cell phones? You can't have the it towers on? like mix with the signal. Like you have to put in airplane mode. Right. You can still use it. That's though. what I mean. You well not to make calls. Oh, okay. You could make calls over the internet if you have the internet plan, but Using your cell service is like supposed to throw off the navigation of the plane. I see. Um, but obviously they use different things here. Uh, basically, Peter's just telling him he can't do it. Death's telling him he has to do it. It'll be without, terrible. Without death, the world will be a terrible place. Imagine if Hitler was still alive. And then we get a shot of Hitler. It's like his. He has a late night talk show. Right, and he has his accent, and he's like talking to Christian Slater, and he's just like, "They tell me in your next movie we will get to see your butt," and he's like, 
yeah, uh, you do. And he's like, can <laughs> we see it right now? He's like very excited. They always make Hitler like extra gay, you know? Yeah. He's like, oh, he's going to do it. And then they have this little thing about his hotline being like a couple numbers. And then, rah, 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 rah. you know, very mean German. Today on Hitler, we'll be talking with Hollywood hunk Christian Slater. Now, they tell me in your next movie, we get to see your butt. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, you do. Can, can we see it right now? Mm. Well, uh, <laughs> all right, Hitler. Oh, oh, he's going to do it! If you're going to be in the Los Angeles area and would like tickets to Hitler, call 213. You know, with Hitler, the more I learn about that guy, the more I don't care for him. <laughs> And nothing, there's nothing redeeming about the guy. I tell you guys, I go, how on earth could these Germans, like, uh, follow this lunatic, you know? And they're like, oh, he was a, an incredible public speaker, you know? He could, oh, he could uh, hypnotize you with his public speaking. And then I see him, he's like, strangely, strangly, strangly! I go, what? That's not my idea of a silver-tongued devil, you know? So uh, then Death is like, come on, the plane is going to crash. All you got to do is sit there, you know, pilot error. Everybody dies. He's like, everyone? Well, everyone except you, duh. And he hangs up. He's like, well, he's like, I'm getting another call. Brenda? Peter's like, still me. He's like, oh, okay. He tries to get to Brenda again. Brenda? Yes. <laughs> Just kidding. It's me. Mm-hmm. Um but he's he, so he's calling other people from Peter's phone. He's still at Peter's house using his house phone. You know, right. he's like, "Oh, I'm getting a call. I have people calling your house." Well, he is death. He's important. Right, but they're like, "I got to get a hold of death." He's at Peter's house. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like people just know Peter. Um. So Everybody the plane knows Peter. Plane's about to land, and he looks at all the people in the plane. Uh, oh, this this was. A kind of funny i mean just uh just a thing they threw in i guess right where he's like now nah, if you look on your right outside the window you'll see the san fernando valley where my brother gary makes a very nice living directing porn what a weird thing to say he makes a nice living um, yeah i don't know it was supposed to be funny i guess yeah just a random thing again <laughs> he sees like kids and babies and uh, there's of course the Girl Scout girls who are singing their beautiful tune. We like being alive. Oh, we like being a, we like being a, we like being alive. We like being alive. We like being alive. We like being a, we like being a, we like being alive. I guess it's their time. Um, Peter, I <laughs> guess it's their time. You know, he's like. That's it. They got to go. And then it plays the Dawson's Creek song. I don't want to wait for our life to be over. Yeah. And he's just like looking at them and imagining. Is this an episode, I guess, in his head or something? I guess. The guy's like, for a teacher, you make you make love good. She's like, actually, it's well. You mean to say I make love well. You're good to go again, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a guy having sex with I don't his know. Teacher. It's, yeah, it's it's obviously some Dawson's Creek joke that we don't understand. Probably right. there was a joke about a teacher fucking a kid or a, a story arc about that or something. Yeah. But then he he wasn't on the phone with Death again just now, but now he is. And he's telling him, like, 
I don't care if you kill me. I am not going to kill these kids. Like, if they die, I'll have nothing to watch on Wednesdays. And he, like, looks over, and then he looks right at the camera, and he's like, oh, wait, other than the fine programs on Fox. (laughs) Which is also a Simpsons thing to make fun of Fox all the time. And they they did it more, too, like, because they talk about their cancellation multiple times right. getting canned by fox or not caring because they got canceled you know yes um so like he yeets up to the front of the plane the to the cockpit and for what reason does he do this uh to i don't know he he goes in there to to tell the pilots not to make an error yeah why would he do that why would he know. just sit there I don't know. Like, he's doing, he's, like, actively doing things. You know, he's not helping. He's messing it up. Uh, This line, too, I think a lot of, like, Family Guy fans will remember this line. Uh, Peter goes in. The guy goes, you're not a pilot. I know every pilot in the world. Hey, what are you doing? You're not a pilot. I know every pilot in the world. That is kind of funny. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right, because normally people do that. Like, hey, you're not a this. And it's like, how would you know? But that's how he knows. He knows every single pilot. Yeah, I do like Um, that. Um, Peter touches them. I'm here to stop you from making an error. A pilot error. Right, but then then he kills them both by touching them because he has death's powers. He should have worn mittens. He probably should have worn mittens. Yeah. So they're both dead. The plane starts to go diagonal down towards the ground. And James Vanderbeek says, nice going, fat. Right. Like, they know that he killed them, and he's like, just nice going. They're not freaked out. They're, it's he's just going to bully him. Right, right. Just couldn't think of anything just better bully than fat. Him. <laughs> but fat. he's just going to call him fat. Like, he the doesn't name. even say, like, you are fat. He's like. The noun, wh- not the adjective. He's like, right, fat. That's, That's your, your name. name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> not Good even like fat not even like fat guy or anything or fatty like, like fat, fat fat ass right yeah just fat he's like hey i was trying to save your life but now you're gonna die and there's no one who can land this plane i can and it's this woman he's like oh thank god it's karen black I'll dawson's the dawson's <laughs> creek kids have no idea they're just like looking he's like she landed a busted plane in Airport 75. No no response. It was a movie in the 70s. It's like, ah, you damn kids with your music. Like oh, you that, had, that is a real thing. Yeah, Airport I'm sure it 1975. was. 1975. Yeah. <laughs> a movie in the 70s. Yeah, she was in a lot of random horror movies, it looks like. That's her her actor name? Karen Black? Karen Black, yeah. Okay. Interesting. So then we get Airport 00 for 2000. And uh, both of the pilots were killed. But uh, unfortunately for the other passengers, actress Karen Black, star of such films as Nashville and Five Easy Pieces, was on board. And they're just like, yep. She once again got the opportunity to show that an actress over fi- 50 can land a large aircraft. You what know. an obscure reference. Yeah, Karen Tom Tucker Black. even mentions it. Yeah. And then they turn it off again, of course. Uh, Death's mad because Dawson's Creek kids were supposed to die. 
But Lois is like, no, you don't get it. Like, you wanted them to know that the rules of death apply, and they do now. So, like, yeah, yeah, sure. And his ankle's feeling better, and he's going to leave. Stewie, but you just got here. Yeah, can't we? Oh, what's your email? Mine is Lois's. Lois, Lois must, must die. die, all one word, at yahoo.com. Yeah. I feel like that's not that funny, but at the time, it like it was funnier. Yeah. Like The I, way he says it is funnier than what it is, I guess. Right. It's not that good. It's just funny because he says, like, at yahoo.com, which, like... Yeah, and he's like, all one word, of in, course. In you the day, yeah, in the time, it would have been funnier i guess because right, it was like a more timely th- like just email. having an email right the He's concept of an email the yeah. concept of email right now that joke like would mean almost nothing if if you put that in a show today right and like, lois of course dying is stewie's real only uh right his motive character. for life yeah um he's like death i used to fear you but now because of everything you've given me a great gift and you think he's going to be like, you know, the courage to do this and this. But he's like, nope, the complete Boz Skaggs. Another, How did you know? There, there's like so many weird references in this. Yeah, I looked this one up before. Oh, you did? Uh, like right when we did it. It's it's a music guy. I don't know if there's a... Well, obviously, it's, a, it's an artist. Yeah. Yeah, none of the... None of the songs looked familiar at all to me. Wait, born in Canton, Ohio... Yeah. Oh, you already looked that up and you said no, that. I didn't. Who said born in Canton, Ohio? They say that in this? No. I said that someone was from Ohio. No, Canton, Ohio specifically came up mm. earlier. I didn't bring it up. Wait, what? Must have been in a podcast or something that I listened to. You're crazy. To That's really weird. Uh Norm MacDonald as death leaves and he's like, I'll be back soon. Really, really soon. <laughs> is he joking? Uh, he's like saying like what they're thinking. Like, ah, just kidding. I'll yeah, they're all kind of like, oh, fuck. We're going to die soon. Or yeah, one they, of us they close the door and that's the end of the episode. Yeah, indeed. I'm going to miss you, Death. Hey, don't worry. I'll be back really, really soon. <laughs> is he joking? <laughs> okay, see you later. Yeah, and uh, fun fact about it, too, uh, Norm MacDonald is not even listed in the credits as death. He's uncredited. Huh. Right? Yeah, that's that's the way it was, I guess. So, yeah, they play the credits. Good times. Family guy. Yeah, I mean... What did you think of this episode? I'm sure you've got a lot to say. It was fine. Say. I don't know. I, I don't have that much to say. Um, it was fine. Um, I I like the older stuff more than a lot of the newer stuff for Family Guy. But um, I thought it was fine. I mean, I think Norm could have been had a few more funnier lines. I feel like he wasn't as funny as he could have been. Not that that's his fault. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. Not a lot of his stuff was that funny, I didn't think. But the ones that were funny were funny. Um, Did you ever watch his roast of uh, Bob Saget? 
I'm sure I've seen that before, but not real. I, I don't remember it or anything. It's a classic because he just goes up there and he, he either wrote or I think he said he literally got them out of like a joke book. But he just goes up there and says the cleanest stupid jokes like up there. And it's yeah. just the way he says it, you know, he's like, right. Bob, you're you're beautiful. Your face looks like a flower. Yeah, cauliflower. And then he just like, he's like, I'm sorry to say, but your face looks like a cauliflower, you know? <laughs> right, right. And everybody's just cracking up. He does that. And it's funny because I remember I definitely went through a phase of doing that. I don't know if I got it from him or somewhere else, but a phase of pausing. Well, maybe a little bit, but more so explaining a joke after oh, you yeah. say it. Like, get it? It's funny because he had sex with his mom. Yeah. You know, like... <laughs> he he does that a lot on his show. That's what I'm saying. My, I noticed it was a thing that he does. My favorite one, though, is where he's with Nick Schwartzen, and he's like, uh, you know, did you see that JetBlue won, you know, most satisfaction by customers and aircrafts for the third year in a row? You know what got last? 9-11 Airlines. Yeah, He's I He's like, gee, that. what a horrible name for an airline. It reminds me <laughs> of that tragedy. And then they're <laughs> yeah, both I've like, that one. they're laugh. They're like trying not to laugh. Right. And he's like, 9-11? And he's like, no, don't joke about 9-11. He's like, I went through blood and I walked through blood and bones in the streets of Manhattan <laughs> looking for my brother. And Nick Schwartz is just like, Jesus Christ. And he's like... Yeah, he was in northern Canada. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that one. <laughs> yeah. It's so stupid. Um But yeah, I mean the if we're judging just <laughs> just the way the just the choice of words and everything. Like I walked through blood and bones. Like yeah. it's the same thing that's like funny about Tim Robinson. It's just like specific words that are used make it funnier. Uh -huh. Like I don't know. And said in a specific way. Right. Yeah. Um, it's like magic, but, uh, yeah, the norm parts were fine. Like I, like I said, like you said, it's not the best writing for him, but I do remember it being a memorable character and episode for me, a family guy fan. And I think he did what he could with it. And just his voice is just, uh, it sticks out, you know, mostly, a, probably around this time the only other thing that i would have associated norm with wasn't even like billy madison it would have been uh celebrity jeopardy snl skits right yeah i yeah i mainly only knew him from snl um he is also the weekend update of person course, yeah for a few years or maybe only one year i'm not sure um, they changed yeah. pretty, I feel like pretty he was quick. only on for like one or two seasons of SNL for, for weekend update anyway. Yeah. I've seen a lot of his clips, but I don't know what the time frame is on him. But, um, yeah, I saw one where he was talking about like OJ Simpson and like, he's just like saying, uh, he was like, he says he's going to get back to doing what he does best murdering people like yeah. or something like that <laughs> like, he has one at the president's correspondence thing it must have been george bush because uh uh what's his name charles woodson from the michigan wolverines he won defensive he won the heisman as like the first defenseman player to win it <coughs> sorry or whatever 
but he says like Charles Woodson's in the audience, you know, the, you know, he won a Heisman, everything. He's like, now that award is something no one can take away from you unless you kill your wife and a waiter, (laughs) unless you murder your wife and a waiter. And it cuts to them and they're like, the football players like aren't laughing, you know, they're like, uh, you know, yeah. A lot of people are trying not to laugh, but it's funny. Well, that's the thing. And I know it's like, um, my buddy brings up an example. I've never gotten into the Gilbert Gottfried rabbit hole, but same thing. Like he says stuff that people are find offensive, but he's like, but you're laughing Mm -hmm. and it's my job to make you laugh. So like, that's why I said it. You know, I didn't say it because I'm a terrible person. Yeah. Like he, he got in trouble for making some jokes about like a tsunami or something like soon after it happened. And that was like his thing. And it's like, well, he does have a point. Like if you're laughing at it, he's doing his job. Mm -hmm. Like he's only using the world around him to make you laugh, which is his, what, how he makes money. Yeah. You know, like his, how he makes any impact on the world really. Right. Right. And it's like, yeah, it's like, I, I agree because I, I do think certain things. That's the thing. I, I guess I don't want to say certain things can't be joked about. It's just that it has to be the right way, I guess. I don't know. There's there's a way to make jokes in better taste than others sometimes. I don't know. Yeah. But it is one of those things where, right, like Norm, uh, some of the stuff I've seen, I'm like, Ooh, I don't love that, but... It especially, is funny. especially when you say as see his old stuff like yeah. on Letterman and Conan and stuff, you know, he was he but it was it was commonplace at the time because he was real older SNL too, you know, he was like he would use that word F A G yeah, sure. regularly. Right. And a lot of comedians have and a lot of them still do it was it was just dialect though it wasn't hurtful words you know right right and that's like the thing right there there is a uh a thing there where i know sarah has a difficult time separating like a word from the hate emotion and i do get that too because right you can't go around saying the n-word and be like oh i'm saying it to be funny like you know, there is a line somewhere. It's just, it's blurry for a lot of things. Yeah. And in the right context, sometimes, right. But you have things too, like it's it's important to be what it is and known what it is. Things like Huckleberry Finn. You know, it should make you uncomfortable to be like reading it in class and see the N-word and be like, this is just how people would talk to people. Because you know it meant this, it meant, worse than it means now in fact i would say like it it was a hateful in every way that you would use the word like right and that's that was the only name that some people would call those kind of people well isn't that that is like literally the name of the character in the book yeah jim i mean that's like yeah like what they call him most of the time but that's like how you know that's like stuff like that is how my family used to talk because they're very southern and They would just say things like that. And I would never know growing up like that. This is, you know, if you talk like this around other people, they will be offended by it or they will be hurt or, you know, things will happen. This isn't just how you talk about people. And I do get it, too. I mean, at least for the N word, because it specifically ties to, you know, slavery and things like it doesn't just 
it's not just a word that white people made up to describe black people. It was like a word that was made to call them because they are like subhuman. You exactly. don't even call them by their name. Like, right. You know, um, so it is like that is one that is very rooted in hate. And I mean, so is the F word, too. But for a long time, like especially in the 70s and 80s, people just used that word to describe a gay person, whether they cared about it or not. You know, mm -hmm. they, that was just a, what you would say if you were talking about a gay person. You wouldn't say a gay person. You would just say an F.A.G. Right. Like if you were in Britain and you wanted a cigarette. Right. You'd say, can I bum a fag? Sure. Right. Can I blow? But if you, you said that in America, that blow? yeah, that would mean something much different <laughs> here. And I don't know. I from the the only thing I can really go off of is Heidi Katrina. Cause I don't talk. I don't said have it. talks like that level with people from England. I know. But she did use that term still here like it was commonplace i don't know if it still is but yeah well i don't think and i think that is like an exception because it doesn't mean sure the same it's like thing. a dialect it doesn't come from the same root word i don't yeah. think i mean maybe it does i don't know why they call cigarettes fags but right but basically i'm just saying i think keeping that part or those kind of things in like the words even if it's not something that's acceptable today i think it's important to know it and leave it in so when people watch it they have that same kind of just realization of how the world was and how far it's come and changed yeah and no I, I i agree with that i think and you're you right. see it you see it just looking at any of norm's stuff any of his stuff from the last you know eight years or so i haven't you know i don't you don't see that kind of stuff anymore and you see him right. saying a lot of things that would you know that are very positive toward people that are marginalized or you know stuff like that sure. even if it's in a funny way yeah totally but huh. uh yeah norm uh his his voice to me is like something i could point out of any anything yeah. and i think it's good it's just crazy that there's not going to be any more of that right like all the amount of his voice and things he said is over now and i think right it's going to be really weird when we get that with gilbert Gottfried too because he's doing like cameos and stuff like i've seen him say off the wall shit just because people pay him to say it right right and it's like that's just going to be gone like a guy who can literally make money just saying words right because right. of how iconic his voice is just gone yeah it's totally. like marv albert too but Oh, that's what it was, because Gilbert Gottfried was the Aflac duck, and that was, like, after he did that, they, like, stopped using him. Yeah. So it was, like, and that was, like, what I was talking about earlier, that is. Right. Um. So, yeah, it's, like, one of those things. And, I, I mean, I get it, too. Like, it's a weird thing, man. Like, public image and all of that, like, these companies can't have a person who said something that offended people, even if it wasn't meant to offend. You know, like... Or it wasn't uh, offensive for the sake of being offensive, I guess. Like, yeah. it's offensive for the sake of comedy. But, right, where do you draw the line? That's that's where it gets weird, you know? Yeah, and if you like conversations like that, too, there's a lot of comedians highly respected more than, like, more than a lot of people. Patrice O'Neill for what he did for comedy. 
and he has a lot of things where he'd go on talk shows and say things like that. He would defend people saying fucked up things that would offend people because he's like trying to show that it's like, you know, you're just trying to say certain, you know, find what words create this comedy. And it's like sometimes people try something and it doesn't work and people get offended by them trying to do something for their living you know, and not meaning it, but just saying it kind of yeah, as you're saying. Right. He was very, <clears throat> very adamant about that. And he would say all kinds of things that, you know, some people I'm sure would be like, what the fuck? He says that kind of thing. Right. But, uh, right. but a lot of it was, you know, it was all just comedy. Um, and I guess to close the episode, I thought that. I, I've seen the episode a lot of times. I knew most of the lines before they were going to happen. I think the episode itself is all right. I mean, it's not the craziest plot line, but it is funny to see, you know, the whole doctor thing and then uh, just everything with death um, and, like, what people would do when they find out that they can't die. Um, that kind of stuff's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, I think the some of the jokes delivered, some of them were ones that we don't even get but still came across kind of funny, even not knowing the people. Yeah, the elf um, hung like an elf. That's yeah. just a funny thing to say. Right. You don't hear people say like, oh, you're hung like an elf. Right. <laughs> Nowadays, people would say like, oh, you're hung like Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. Or you're hung like Jeffrey Bezos. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. And with that, I mean, I would just say good episode overall. Uh, good for Norm to be a part of this, even though, you know, this was his only thing as death. But it's still crazy that he's gone and he was will always be one of my favorites. Yeah. No. And unfortunately, that is like the way my life has gone. A lot of this past decade or so is when someone dies i like realize how much like i liked them and then it's like oh damn now they're dead and now i'm yeah. i'm like appreciating it you know like i should have more so when they were alive <laughs> for me it's weird because i feel like these last you know two three years however long i've been watching these norm things over and over it's like led to this like this is i mean i'm still watching it and stuff but it's like that all the content is like there now and I'm just still watching it. You know, I would say, and I, I'm pretty sure I'd brought this up to certain people like in real conversation, but I would have said Norm Macdonald was my favorite comedian for sure. Like a live comedian still, I would say otherwise maybe, uh, uh, Dane cook. No, I mean his stuff was, I, I still like some of his stuff, and he was timely for before, but and he's still interesting, but I wouldn't say he's one of my favorite comedians. He I'd got, say Mitch Hedberg. He got in trouble for stealing jokes, right? Uh, people said he did, but it didn't. I don't think it actually came out that he did because another one was Patrice uh, was big on Dane Cook, and he like talked to Dane and had things read come out and say, like, I know Dane Cook you know might have similar things but you know he's a great person and he thought of these and you know he he was like on his side and i know that yeah. helped his image 
Whereas like, uh, well, I feel like he pretty much is done. Like you don't hear about him at all. Anymore. Right. He, so he did a radio interview this year or last year and I watched it and I watched a couple other things of him like reminiscing about how he got started and with MySpace and stuff. But it seems like he really just doesn't, he doesn't need to, and he doesn't kind of want to do mm -hmm. it right now. But I was going to say like Amy Schumer, like she, she's the known like joke thief now. Oh, okay. and it doesn't seem like anybody really has her back. And she said some weird shit on Joe Rogan and stuff. Yeah. Um, well, it's funny because going back to Joe Rogan, he I recently my friend showed me or he sent me the Carlos Mencia debacle, which I like yeah. basically forgot Carlos Mencia existed except for the South Park episode that he's in. Because that's, that's why what I, they made it. Right. Right. Well, that's stole the joke. Right. Yeah. I know. But that's what I think of when I think of Carlos Mencia is my dick don't work. Yeah. But um. But yeah, no, and my friend did the like the noise, the Carlos Mencia noise. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I I can't think of it. Doo -doo -doo. Oh yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh my god, I forgot about that. And I yeah. was like, people thought that shit was funny. I mean, I probably thought that shit was funny. Sometimes I can't look at Kirby's nemesis without thinking that. The king. Oh, yeah. DDD. -D -D. Yeah. And it's like, oh, fucking Carlos Mencia. Yeah. It's like, uh, I was just like, oh, shit. But he Joe was as Rogan. one dimensional as Stewie. His Joe... thing was that he's Mexican. Like, that was <laughs> yeah. it. Well, yeah. he also stole jokes, too. Yeah. Like, like crazy. Um, and then never admitted it. And I guess recently, even, like, he was interviewed and still is like, adamant that he is innocent and and it's like dude like you need to apologize if you like if you want to come back you yeah. need to apologize here's, like here's what i it's so happen, simple right is like he probably didn't write all of his jokes so he would have people come up to him and he'd be like oh that's great not knowing that they stole them hopefully that's, i mean that's like the only real way around according it. to joe rogan right but according to joe rogan who is like one of the main people who called him out originally which i didn't know that either i had no idea joe rogan was even a comedian until like a few months ago i was like <laughs> wait what yeah. the fear factor guy like that's really all he ever was to me was the yeah. fear factor guy me too for a long time. but he was also in news radio which is like people know him from that i've found out people are yeah. like oh yeah he was on news radio it's like and i'm like how have i never heard of this show and now like somehow in the past However many months I've heard about it like 10 different times from different people. Like right. it's weird. Um, but yeah. Anyway, I mean, we should probably get off the podcast here. We're just kind yeah, of talking about all Rogan. kinds of random things. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Joe Rogan. Let's end the podcast. Let's end the podcast. Uh, my name is Alex Beardsley. Find me on the internet under the name Ashton Waganda. A-S-H-T-O-N-W-A-G-A-N. DHA. <laughs> I'm Zach Main, totally rad underscore Zach. Find me online. Uh, if you want, you can see us on Facebook. Also, I saw that we can start to add our podcasts on Facebook. So maybe we'll do that if you want a new way to listen or another way to share and reach out. If it's free. Yeah. Otherwise, we are um, on all the other platforms where you probably found us and more. 
Um, you can reach out to us at stripesweaterproductions at gmail.com. You can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash stripesweater. See stuff on YouTube. We're everywhere, you know? Yeah. So well, thanks, thanks for gang. listening. All right. Yeah. And uh, I still do want to do an I Think You Should Leave episode. or uh, Whitest Kids You Know. Whitest Kids I Know episode. Well, you should get on point. that. Yeah. And I think that there's some good ones that we could do. Uh, I know... Uh, one of our patrons, Jacob, he said that that would be sweet if we did. So I know he at least would like that. And I'm sure there's other fans of it, too, especially people going down that recently deceased comedian rabbit hole. You know, yes. like it's it's another one of those things where it's just dumb. Like I was in the middle, you know, I was like deep in a whitest kids, you know, rabbit hole. And then he died. And it was really? like this is fresh to me. Like I was watching his newest stuff. One of my friends at work randomly was talking about whitest kids, you know, about a week before he died. And it's just funny because it's one of those shows that I definitely watched a lot, but I don't ever really like remember watching. It's like a weird thing where it was like just kind of passively on a lot. Well, it was also my friend's house or, I would put it on and like go on, you know, the, my laptop or something. Exactly. So it's it like was... I always remembered it, but like not like I remembered it as a show that I liked to watch, but moments it of... just doesn't come up in my brain as like, oh yeah, you should watch Whitest Kids You Know over again. Like it had been so many years since I had seen an episode of it. Yeah, and it was one of the first shows that it was like good to watch on the computer and not on the TV because. Most TVs wouldn't play it, and it was better to just watch the individual skits. And that was like the first of its kind for me. What? Because it, um, like it was on YouTube? Yeah. Yeah, so I do remember... That's how they got big, too. In the commentary, you can hear them like, YouTube loved this for some reason. Right. They'll talk about that kind of shit. But they were, I mean, maybe not right away. I don't even know the history of their like deal, but I know they're on IFC, and I feel yeah, like I use TV. I probably watched it on there, or maybe recorded episodes off of there. I did too. But I remember that it was on one of the streaming services at one point, and I watched well, most of it. Then. Yeah, I mean it. By the time that the streaming services were even a thing, it wasn't like big anymore. You know, it was like you, it had already happened, kind of. Right. And I did buy one of them on Apple Music. I remember one of the episodes, um, like iTunes. But yeah, so maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll do more SpongeBob season four. Either way, we're still doing episodes and cranking them out, and hope you guys enjoy it. Cranking and banging. Stay safe and eat your vegetables. Gucci. Why do dogs always race to the door when you uh, when the doorbell rings? It's almost never for them. <laughs> hey, for the ninth consecutive year, uh, Nick, JetBlue Air Airlines. Ranked first for satisfaction among all North American airlines. But you know what ranked least in satisfaction? 9-11 airlines. <laughs> what a terrible name for an airline. It reminds me of that tragedy. <laughs> that just because I come in and I order a Polish sausage, why would you jump to the fact that I'm Polish? Right. And the guy says to me, well, first of all, it's a hardware store. <laughs> my Uncle Bert, he's my great uncle, but we call him Uncle Bert, he got 
bowel cancer now. He's, uh, he's dying of it, you know? And, uh, or like uh, some people like to say, now they, see, in the old days, a man could just get sick and die, you know? Now, they have to wage a battle. <laughs> so, so my Uncle Bert is waging a, a courageous battle. Which I've seen, because I go and visit him, and this is the battle. He's lying in a hospital bed with a thing in his arm watching Matlock on the TV. <laughs> Instead of that battle, I, I got him the box set of Matlock. And... But it's not his fault. What the f*** he supposed to do? Oh, I gotcha. It's just a black thing in his bowel. And the reason I don't like it is because in the old days they go, hey, that old man died. Now they go, hey, he, he lost his battle. <laughs> That's no way to end your life, you know. What a loser that guy was. <laughs> Last thing he did was lose. <laughs> he was waging a brave battle, but at the end I guess he got kind of cowardly was what happened. And then... The bowel cancer, it got brave. You gotta give it to the bowel cancer. You know, they were in a battle, and then, what the <laughs> And I'm pretty sure, I'm not a doctor, but I'm pretty sure if the cancer dies, I mean, if you die, the cancer also dies at exactly the same time. So that, to me, is not a loss, that's a draw. That's a, you know what I mean? It's not like the cancer's gonna jump up and go, ah, I'm Uncle Bert's wife. Where is he? I won fair and square. Is this where he works? Hi, name's Cancer. How are you? Where do I? You just throw me to my cubicle. Bowel. First name is Bowel.